Rated X. Coming this Christmas. Only on the Nerd Blitz Patreon. Ho, ho, ho! Big blood! Hi, this is Kevin J. Anderson, and you should be reading one of my books. But if you are all caught up with the entire Dan Shamble Zombie P.I. series, or whatever else of mine you like, then you should listen to The Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. Those guys are whacked. with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom! And I'm Fitz. And welcome to the fucking 2023 Nerd Blitz holiday party. Oh, ah, Nerd Blitz office holiday party. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> <sighs> How's it going, everybody? Great. Glad to hear it. Top off your fucking eggnog and shut the fuck up, because we're performing here. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? It's going. It's going all right. So sprint to the end of the year as usual. <laughs> I have a different sprint to the end going, but go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was really dark. Just move on. Oh, okay. Fucking boy, do we have a show for you, gang. I've got some Christmas slash holiday shit lined up for you, but oh boy, do we have something big to talk about. We do, and I can't wait. Because somebody doesn't know. The full reaction. That's true. He doesn't. So, do you want to fucking set it up for him? So we finally, after it came out on Disney Plus, I finally watched uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we spent drum roll, please. We spent how many years shitting on this, and like, well, it started as anticipating it. Well, yeah, it started out good, and then it went downhill. The more we learned about it, and then the more changes there were in the creative group and uh-huh and the more fucking bodies that were found on set and the more uh you remember that right um they found a body yeah they, i think they shut down production for like two days because they found some dude dead on the fucking set in oh. italy i, I kind of remember that okay anyway continue and then you know there were leaks that came out about the plot and like things we weren't happy about and right um and then the movie came out and for certain reasons, you were like, yeah, fucking take a look around, and if you see some fucking shit, let me know. And I was like, well, I found a bunch of shit. Do you want to know? And you're like, 
Yeah, I guess so. Because our big fear that th- was this, that this was going to be like a uh, Clerks 3 situation. Right, where it's like everybody dies, it's all a downer. Yeah. You know, everybody's unhappy and, and you know, because that's the way they made it seem like it was going to be. Like he's this grumpy old guy and he's his life's a mess. He's a drunk. He's, you know, his wife's not in the picture. Is, you know. Spoilers, we should say. Spoilers, yeah, right all spoilers. Yeah. Drop the fucking spoiler thing right here. This is Yeah, and it, you know his son's dead, and he's old, and I just thought it was going to be a depressing fucking like a Logan for Indiana Jones, right? And I mean this this movie was the culmination of a lot of things for both of us. Where you and I have talked many times on mic and off, where it's just like we're tired of seeing fucking the people who grew up with these characters get mm. a hold of them and be like, no, let's break them. Yeah, and it's it's like you and I've said before. It would be like if I got a hold of a Scooby movie and I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Fucking Scooby's stomach's going to flip and he's going to die. Uh, fucking Daphne's going to get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Fucking Fred's going to have like an embolism and his brain's going to fucking explode. Velma's going to have a stroke and Shaggy gets like long protracted fucking lung cancer. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah. I don't see the point in doing that. I don't think either one of us sees the point in doing that. Right. Taking these characters we love and just torturing them. Right. And the the way it was sounded, it just did not sound like it was going to be enjoyable at all. Like it's right. Like, it felt like it was going to be a super serious examination of this guy's frailty and march towards death. It was kind of promoted that way too by people involved. Yeah, it was. It's. I mean, I don't think we like. You know, we didn't conjure it up. We didn't out of come nowhere. up with this. Yeah, we didn't like think. Oh, this is just going to be shit. Like everything we heard coming out of it was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. Right. Well, I should preface it too by, I told you I watched the opening. Right, and the day it dropped on Disney Plus, you watched the the opening, the train sequence at the beginning with the with the de-aged right. Harrison Ford back in Nazi times, and um. And oh, like, yeah. it, it, they jumped to the future. I missed that part. Oh yeah, you didn't watch long enough. Um, but you, I was making a joke about the Nazis now. Yeah. And I said, and it was awesome. And you said, no, not really. <laughs> or whatever you no. said. I, I forget exactly what you said. You said you didn't like it and it was looked fake and cartoony and video gamey. Well, yeah, that was the major problem I had. Cause I watched it on the phone and yeah. holding the phone, you hold it kind of like a controller. Mm-hmm. And I've never experienced it. Like I've watched Marvel shit on the phone and people are like, Oh, it feels like a video game. No, this like, I'm watching it on the phone, holding the phone, and my thumbs are twitching like, no, hit the buttons, asshole. Mm. Because it feels like a almost a quick time event in an Uncharted game gotcha. to me. Yeah. But that was all. I I watched just the opening, and then I stopped, and I was like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, great. And I said, well, I guess I'll watch it this weekend. And uh, that night I started watching it, fully expecting, like, I don't know if I'm even going to get through this. Right. But it didn't take long. Before I was like all in, like I was like, wait, I what is this feeling I'm feeling? And it was, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I was like, this feels like a fucking Indiana Jones movie. What, what, what's going on? And you know, I got like 
mm, about halfway or over halfway through the first night, and I had to stop because it was getting late. But I was like, I told you, I'm like, dude, I think I like this. <laughs> I said, they, and we haven't sti- talked since. <laughs> yeah, there's still there's still plenty of time for them to shit the bed in the second half of the movie. But I was like, this this isn't what I thought it was going to be at all. Right. There was no real like melodrama or like a whole lot of him moping around or you know seeming like some weak old grandpa. He didn't seem a whole lot different than he did in Crystal Skull. I mean, a little bit older, and you know his situations changed a little bit, but it didn't seem it didn't feel that much different. And I'm like, this is this is actually kind of fun. And then Helena comes in, who's his like god niece or whatever, and it, I was like, I, I kind of like her character i kind of like her portrayal of this which i thought that was another thing that might be kind of overbearing Mm -hmm. but like them together worked really good i thought and then you know i finished i finished watching there was a a couple set pieces where i was like god damn this is fucking i mean yes so a lot of the stunts some of the stunts and the special effects look very computery video Mm gamey but there were a couple chase scenes where that like they were really driving those cars like i mean obviously harrison ford wasn't driving the car so the close-ups you can tell are like fake but right. like the, the long shots it's like they're real that's not that's not fake that's not like the train where it was like a cg train or whatever like they're, they're really driving these cars around and doing stunts with them and shit I, I thought she was good i thought mads michelson was a really good classic feeling german villain from a mm-hmm. from an indie movie i thought his motivation was pretty cool and I thought I thought the 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 sort of twist at the end where you know you kind of know what he's trying to do with this this time travel thing, but at the same time, like you didn't know exactly. And then when it comes out that you know he he doesn't want to go back in time to save Hitler, he's going to go back in time and kill Hitler and take his place right. and win the war because he's smarter than Hitler. That was like oh that's a nice that's a that was a nice little change to what I thought he was going to try to do. And then, it's an interesting twist, yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting because the whole time you're thinking, okay, he's going to go back and help Hitler win with the knowledge of you know the future or whatever, and then he then it then it comes out that's like, no, Hitler's an idiot, and basically he was going to go back and kill him, and then because he had all of the knowledge of the future and where Hitler went wrong, and yeah, right, and I mean he even acted like he knew back then that he had all the answers, but either way. Right. It was like he was going to go back and and take over the Nazis in in Hitler's place and then win the war and then so that was that was kind of neat and then well and I thought one of the interesting lines was he said you didn't win Hitler lost right yeah yep I watched the rest of it I thought the um and the, and what I told you there was a setting or, or some action that we hadn't seen Indy Indy do before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, it was. I thought it was really cool, and it like brought a whole new um, environment to an indie movie. And that was the scuba diving. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that like I don't know. It turned my crank for some reason. I was like, oh, that's fucking badass. They're gonna put on those old fucking scuba gear and go down and you know scuba dive with those old fucking masks and the tubes going up to the boat and like it felt like Johnny Quest or like uh, <laughs> you know some Jacques Cousteau special. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. And then even the whole, the MacGuffin of the dial kind of like made sense. It didn't seem as, as ridiculous as, as it does like on paper, the way they executed it, I thought. 
and you know the the Archimedes puzzles and stuff that they had to solve, you know, to to figure out where the other half of the dial was and even how to use it and to read the runes on it and the code that he used and you know it it was like one of those things where it makes you want to learn more about the thing they're talking about. So like I had right. to go look up Archimedes and read about all the crazy shit that he invented and all that. And then even the most ludicrous part, which was like the ending, mm-hmm. which I'm, which when I heard it for, for real, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're actually going to try to do that. And then even that was done in a much better and more believable, not believable, but you know what I mean? A more acceptable way. Palatable. Like it, yeah. It, the, if it wasn't out of the realm of an Indiana Jones movie. Right. You know I mean? It wasn't so ridiculous. It was like, Oh my God, they're like, because I thought it was going to be like they're like punching in coordinates on the fucking DeLorean and like just showing up with dinosaur <laughs> times and then they jump ahead to like fucking spacemen and then they like go back in time to like fucking Roman and then they, they like they're jumping around all over the place. Right. But it was really like it, it was pretty well thought out how to do it and how to twist it so that they ended up in a different place. And then the ultimate twist of why the dial was even created in the first place. Yeah was like, oh my God, that's fucking brilliant. So it's not a tri- time travel machine. It's like a, it's just like a specific thing to figure out a, a specific rift in time that, I mean, it's it's still ridiculous, but it, it's, it makes a lot more sense when you watch the whole thing than it does just reading it in a review or a spoiler on or a leak, you know? Right. Because like when you just read it at face value, it's like, this is fucking dumb. There's no way that this can possibly be pulled off and 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 seem even remotely acceptable to me at all. And right. then and then I watched it and I was like, that was actually pretty good. And even the end where, you know, they were saying like, oh, he's gonna want to stay there in the past and not come back. And I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But then when you watch it, it's like, oh yeah, I guess maybe he might, he might be, you know, tempted to do that. Just like you know, not wanting to let the cup go at the end of Last Crusade. And it, right. you know, takes takes his dad to talk him out of like, you know, basically killing himself trying to get this cup back and just just let it go. It's not yeah. worth it. And it, and even the way she gets him back to go back is like I thought it was going to be this long drawn out thing. Please, take- Indy, don't stay. <laughs> yeah, and it was like yeah, it was not that at all. He's like, fuck that, I'm not going back. And she just fucking cold cocks him and then just right. carry, carries him back. <laughs> I was like, damn but I thought it was really nice. And there was some nice solo business. I thought that was going to be like really just gratuitous and stupid, like a, like fan servicey, but right. like that, even that made sense. It was like, Oh yeah, you would do that. And then even the worst thing that I was afraid of the, that Mud's death would be like overplayed or like just played for like sappy shit. It was just like, it was very subtle for the most part. It is not until later that he really says anything much about it. And even that was pretty, restrained and believable and it was really only like one one set of lines it wasn't like a whole big monologue or anything so overall i really liked it i thought it i thought it was a a fitting and like it's probably like i put it like on the same level as crystal skull honestly like i I didn't think it was any you know parts of it was were better parts of it were not as good as crystal skull but i noticed you're deliberately not saying worse huh you're deliberately not saying worse. You're like some of it was better, some of it was not as good. <laughs> well, yeah, some. No, I'm saying some of it. Like they each have their own really good parts, but I think they're both fine Indiana Jones movies. But on my, you know, if I was to rank them, they'd still be not in the top three. Neither one of them for for me. But you're insane. 
but uh, I know you hate the second one. I know, but I don't hate the second one. But as the indie movies go, it was the worst. Right for you, but yeah. But overall, I really liked it. I was like, this is. I mean, I want to see another. It left me feeling like I want to see another one. Like, give me, give me another one. What else you right. got? Which I didn't think I was going to feel like that at the end. I thought I was going to be like, all right, good. We're done with this now. Let's just let him, let him be. Let's don't beat the dead horse. And and I'm I'm down for like a a Helena spinoff. I'll I'll watch her fucking go adventure after some fucking shit. But yeah, I liked it. I was I was really surprised. I was surprised that I I there were no parts in this movie where I was just like, oh, give me a fucking break. You know what I mean? <laughs> which I thought which I thought there were going to be multiple times where I would say, oh, come on. Yeah. But yeah, and and ultimately the the time rift thing is no more ridiculous than interdimensional space people it's not any different not any more ridiculous than a fucking thousand two thousand year old crusade knight and a cup that heals all wounds and you know i mean it's not any crazier than any of the other shit that's been in these movies yeah which i think that's something that people fucking forget oh they do they definitely do thousand years old or something and it's like that makes more sense than aliens Right. Yeah. All the three movies that came before this, all of them made more sense than a fucking interdimensional being. Right. Like God ghosts. Right. It makes more that that all makes more sense than somebody climbing inside of a lead lined refrigerator and surviving an atomic blast. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I mean, I mean at honestly, least that. At least the the fridge there is like a sliver of science behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that's, he would have been fucking liquefied bouncing around, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, at least that there is like the slightest, slimmest reality to it. Yeah. Yeah. But a fucking arc from biblical times opening up and fucking demons come out and liquefy people, <laughs> that that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. But the, the, the nuke the fridge, that's the ridiculous part. Okay. Right. Yeah. I was really stunned at how fucking hard you went with your love for it right away. Yeah, I was too. Believe me, I was like, I can't believe that this movie made me like it. And even even like I, like I mean, I like I admit the, the the some of the effects are like, ugh, that's might want to done another pass on that. Right. But even even with that, it was like it was fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. The settings were cool. The the I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But like I said, is it my favorite Indiana Jones movie? No, but it definitely didn't deserve to bomb the way it did. I th- people just have a fucking hard on for Disney right now. I don't get it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I felt I felt really guilty after I watched it. I was like, damn, I should have waited and saw it for myself before I started shitting on it too hard. But like you said, like everything we heard was like, if this is true, then this is. I don't see how this is going to work. Right. But. Somehow it did, and a lot of the things were overblown or made to seem like they were a bigger part of the movie than they really were. Right, like the like the whole Marion thing and Mutt thing, and like it seemed like that was like the whole crux of the entire movie, and it wasn't at all. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was part of it, but it wasn't like, you know, it didn't define who he was in this movie really. So now that was what my reaction was that I gave you, and then you watched it, and. I want to give everybody a little context. Mm-hmm. This is how I presented it to you. I said, here's what I'll tell you. Decide if you want to hear my thoughts now or wait it out. About halfway through, Ma picked up her phone. 
Me. What's wrong? Her. Nothing. Me. Why are you picking up your phone? Her. Shrugs. I said, what, are you bored or something? She looked at me and she goes, yeah. Yeah. When you when you told me that, I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's probably not good. Right. And I was like, do you want me to tell you or do you want to wait until we record? And you're like, um, let's, uh, I guess, wait. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I can do that. No problem. Yeah, so I have no I have no real idea. Um, yeah, I've tried my damnedest to give you no indication, even now. Mm-hmm. So that, like, you're going to get hit with a wave either way. Like, a wave of, like, oh, my God, it was fucking awesome! Yeah, I kind of feel like you... My initial thought was that it was... If, if anything, it would be more like, meh, it was okay. Yeah. Because I think if, if you super hated it, I don't think you would have been able to hold it back. And... If you super, and I, I, I don't know. I just didn't see you like super being like super over the top. Love it, right? But I could see you being like, it was fine. It was better than I expected, but I still have problems, and here they are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think you kind of get you kind of hit the nail on the head. Yeah, because like I didn't come out of it being like that was fucking amazing. Yeah, but well, it I mean, wasn't like. Wow, what a piece of shit either. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like, well, that was just the best thing I've ever seen, but... No, but I mean, yeah. compared to how you felt going in, you came out being like, wow, that was fucking amazing. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't come out being like, that was fucking amazing, holy shit, fuck, I wish we would've went and saw that, I feel so bad we didn't. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. No, I think if if we had paid good money to go see this on a big screen... Mm-hmm. The ride there and back, I think I would have had a m- much bigger issues. I really do. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, yeah, the opening, I mean, it was it was fun, but it just felt so fake and it felt lifeless. And <sighs> the whole movie to me was lacking the Spielberg magic. Yeah, I could fucking... see. I could see it maybe missing like a little spark of something. Yeah. And it's like, I think you could do this without. George's involvement. I don't think you can do an indie movie without Spielberg directing it. I just don't. Yeah. It's not even like a fuck man gold. Yeah, I can agree with that. It did feel a little different. And like the lighting and shit too. Cuz mm-hmm. everything felt mm-hmm. so off and yellowy. Really? See, I didn't get that necessarily. Like people bitch about the lighting in Crystal Skull and it's like it kind of looks like a natural evolution of those movies to me. Yeah. Like, done in the digital age. This did not. It was... I, I didn't like it that aspect of it at all. But, like I said, it's not even like fuck Mangold. He's clearly a, a competent director. Fucking, he did 310 to Yuma, I think, and people love that. So, yeah, it's not even like he pissed me off, so fuck him, I don't like his movie. It just... From, like, the technical aspects of it, it did not feel like an Indiana Jones movie to me. Hmm. I gotta say, though, maybe I should watch it again when I'm not as tired, because I was a little tired when we watched it. Mm, okay. Because, fucking, we were supposed to start watching it two hours before we did, but that right. didn't happen. Right, I get it. So, I mean, I I should say I was kind of fucking annoyed about that, too, because I was like, hey, do you want to watch this or not? Yeah, I want to watch it. Okay, then let's get to it. Well, we got to have food first. We got to do this first. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I just want to watch a goddamn movie. <laughs> so... Yeah, I did take a little frustration baggage into it, so I will give it another shot. And I do want to dig into the bonus features and shit, too, to be like, why, how, you know? Yeah. But I got to say, 
from my side, Ma wasn't wrong. It was mostly fucking boring, I thought. Not like hmm. offensively boring, but it just felt boring. It felt soulless to me. Really? Hmm. There were moments I really did dig, like them in Archimedes' tomb and shit. Mm-hmm. That's when it's like, oh, we're watching an Indiana Jones movie. It took us a long while to get here, but we're watching a fucking Indiana Jones movie. Awesome. The ending I thought was great. That probably was the best part to me because, mm-hmm. like you said, they made it, it was set up in a way that felt logical, like not believable that it could happen, but like logical. It's fucking Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. It's not believable, but it happens logically enough where it's like, okay, I can buy in. Same with this. Right. So I dug that, and like you said, the whole fucking construction of the dial is like, not as a time travel device, but as like a portal so he can get fucking help. Right, so he's basically built this thing to, he basically built that so that somebody eventually will find it and come through the portal and help them drive off the Romans from the siege of Syracuse or whatever. It had nothing to do with time travel other than that. That's the only thing that it can do. It can't do anything else. I saw something where somebody talked about, you know how, which I thought this was cool in the opening. And I mean, we've already talked. I didn't like the opening. Yeah. I thought it was video gaming, gamey and kind of dull. Yeah. See, uh, I, I, I disagree with that. I, I enjoyed it. I don't know. It, it was video gaming at times. Yes. But I, I thought it was pretty fun. Well, like I said, I need to rewatch it. I I almost tried to rewatch this, but it's like I can either do the other prep work I got to do or I can shove all that off and watch a two and a half hour movie. Right. It's so long. It is really long. It didn't necessarily feel that as long as it is. But when I saw the runtime, I was like, holy shit, dude. It's like two hours and 40 minutes or something. I felt the runtime by the end of it. Yeah. Well, see, I split mine in half, so maybe it would be different if I sat through the whole thing. But it didn't didn't feel like it. It it felt like it moved pretty quickly, like between from scene to scene. You know, they yeah. didn't linger on uh, in any one setting or anything too terribly long. Right. No, not too much, but it felt like what was there in a lot of cases was kind of fucking dull. Yeah. Like, fucking Antonio Banderas, it's like, what was the fucking point of him? It was just flavor. It, to me, there was a lot of shit in this where it felt like they were like, fuck, we gotta, we gotta extend this a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because, like, all the shit with him... You could have either cut out or you could have gave it deeper meaning by having it be fucking short round or something. Yeah, but then they had to kill him at the, at the end of the of his business and they wouldn't have wanted to do that. <sighs> yeah. I mean, they killed him to make the to make it seem like the danger is really real, so they just right. threw in a, like an expendable But it's character. like the, the second he pops up, you can tell he's expendable though, you know. Oh, I didn't think so. I mean, I I thought he was I I didn't think what happened was going to happen. I mean, I knew he was kind of like just a throw in, like a here's a little dash of salt for this dish. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, here's some history of indie that you don't. Here's somebody you didn't know he was friends with. Which, you know, that's another thing. One of the big complaints about fucking Indie 4 was that, like, Mac. Oh, Indy's got this fucking longtime friend that we've never heard about. Mm hmm. Well, guess what? And He's I'm got like, another one and another one. I'm. Right, but I'm like, where are those complaints for this movie? Like, all of a sudden, mm. Indy's obsessed with Archimedes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? Fucking, like I told you too, we, I mentioned Clerks 3 earlier. I, I need to get some of that type of shit out of my head. I need to fucking get the over-defensiveness about Crystal Skull out of my head too. Yeah. And that's hard. You know that's hard for me. Right. 
But one of the things I really dug, and it ties to the ending, is uh, they had the Spear of Destiny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That and the fucking Fountain of Youth have been rumored for the last three movies to be in an indie movie. Yeah, and I liked that the the little twist on that was that it was fake. Well, that's what I was going to say. The Nazis had stolen a fake. Or did they? What's... What I found interesting was that plane that they took to go to the past, Mm -hmm. it crashed, right? Right. Well, I saw a theory that said that the the Spear of Destiny is made out of that plane. That's why it's only 50 years old. Oh. That's why they were like, oh, the Spear's fake. It's made from material that's only 50 years old because it's made out of that crashed plane. Right, but... Was Archimedes before or after Jesus? I don't know. That's, That's... supposed to be 2,000 years ago with Jeebus. I didn't look too into it because it, I thought it made the movie cooler, and I was scared to look into it. Right. It's possible. Archimedes, 287 to 212 BC. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's it could possible. be. Hmm. That is like an interesting little bit of business. That would, that would be kind of cool. So, yeah, that would make... That would make that part make sense. Like, how did they end up accidentally getting a fake? Right. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. I liked it, too. That's why I said I didn't want to look it up because I was scared that it would fucking take one of the few things I liked about it, like really Mm -hmm. liked about it, and fucking screw it up. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know that they would put that much thought into it. I mean, they probably didn't. That was probably another thing where fans are just trying to make sense of something and they come up with something right. better than what the filmmakers had in mind. Right. And you know, if you ask the writers, they'd be like, like Oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. But speaking of something that, that I liked was man, that you can tell when John Williams, I mean, you could tell John Williams did this. Oh my God. That made the movie so much better. I think that's really what hooked me. Dude, just hearing it on the fucking DVD menu or the Blu-ray menu, I was like, oh. yeah. Because even with even with Star Wars movies, which I love, if you ever try to watch one with no music, like they'll every once in a while they'll show you like they'll be yeah. like a documentary or something. Like, Here's what it looks like without the music, and you're like, oh, that does not seem the same at all. On the Blu-ray, there's a special feature where you can watch the movie just with the score. Oh, really? And I'm like, ooh, yeah. With no dialogue. Uh-huh. It's just Whoa. the score. Damn. And I was like, mm, that might be a fun experiment. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just on the menu here in the fucking... I was like, oh, fuck, we're in for it now, man! Mm-hmm. Because I let that play for like 20 minutes while she was finishing up whatever the fuck she was doing so we could watch the movie. And yeah, it was like, oh, this is it. This is Indy. He's back. Mm-hmm. I I thought the stuff about Mutt, because they mentioned it like three fucking times. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, quit fucking rubbing it in, all right? Honestly, I, again, this isn't a fuck man gold thing, but I just don't understand how you fucking don't have those two just have a two-hander with Indy and Marion. Yeah. Like, fucking. I'm, yeah. <sighs> Finish it how it started. Give us a full-on adventure with those two just fucking doing shit, man. (sighs) Yeah, I get it. I get it, and I think that's why Crystal Skull was the way it was, because that was supposed to be the end. Right. And and they were together in that the whole movie, or most of the movie. Yeah, like the back half of it. Yeah. But still, yeah. But it's like, 
that movie ended in such a way that it's like you've got a clear path forward. You can you can give us more of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it would be perfect. It would be it I feel a lot I don't hate it as much, but it might change in time, who knows. But I feel a lot about this the way I do that with uh episode nine. Where it's mm. like you had fucking like obvious directions to go and you took the worst options available. Mm. I see. Where it's like, okay, sure, fucking Shia doesn't want to come back. Don't kill him, just be like, I don't know, he fucked off. He's fucking a mechanic over in Europe. Mm-hmm. He's off fucking in Africa fixing cars for people whose fucking cars are fucked up by the desert or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or or he joined the military to piss you off, just like he said in the movie, and but he yeah. didn't die. He didn't die. Now he's like a fucking major in the army. Like he's like a, you know what I mean? He like actually yeah. like that became. He his made life. something of himself. Yeah. Like to prove you wrong. Right. Yeah, and I told you like before and after. It's like I don't think that's ever gonna sit right with me, because that feels a lot like what JJ did in episode nine, where it's like. Well, fucking people bitched about this in eight, so fuck it. We're going to do this just as a fuck you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like just little shit like that fucking got under my skin. Mm. But, yeah, like there were a few action-y bits and shit that I really dug. Like like I said, the shit in Archimedes' tomb, I thought that was fucking awesome. Perfectly fucking indie. Mm-hmm. The ending, perfectly indie. I'll, I'll try to watch the opening again, like in a dark room so I can see it a little better. Mm-hmm. But the de aging felt a little stiff. Now, see, I thought the de aging looked pretty fucking awesome. Like, did you? Yeah, I mean his his mouth sometimes maybe was a little bit stiff. That mouth. Yeah, that mouth. But for the most part, I thought it looked like probably the best de aging I've seen done on anybody. Yeah, I mean that could be what it is too. It's like Uncanny Valley shit. Could be, and you know the other thing. I I'll have to watch. I I haven't watched any of the the behind the scenes stuff. Neither but have I. Before we started this, I just searched for pictures of this so I could like kind of refresh my memory of all the different sections of the movie. Mm-hmm. And something came up that was the uh, the mask that they used for stunts for his stunt double. The headline okay. was that this mask has given people nightmares. And I I looked at the picture and I was like, holy shit, that looks really pretty realistic <laughs> it was kind of is it spooky. like that walter white mask yeah kind of yeah and it was kind of spooky i was like whoa that i mean it looks it looks real but at the same time looks like you know looks fake you know what i'm saying like it yeah. looks we real but it looks too stiff to be real but right and it's probably but, slightly too large just like the walter white one yeah eh, like like puffy like a little like looks yeah. a little puffy yeah but uh, i was like damn that looks just like but it was a really good mask and i could see how because, you know, you can tell in the stunts a lot of times in older movies, you know, you can tell it's like, oh, you catch a glimpse of the guy's face and it's like, ah, that's definitely not him. Well, I and, mean, they did it all the time in fucking Star Trek where they just flat out. Oh, yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, that was double. like they I know they probably basically didn't even try to hide it. It was like this fucking Kirk's got a mustache now. <laughs> but even in TNG, there's like Riker. I know specifically there's a few shots where you could see his stunt double. And it's a dude whose head is, like, way taller and way thinner. It's like, that ain't fucking Frank. Right. It's like, damn, he's got tits. <laughs> um, right, yeah. But, but yeah, but I could see, like, this mask being really good for that. Yeah. For really fooling you. Because there were several times where it's like, damn, that looks really, like, he's really doing that. And maybe that 
that could add to the to the fakeness or the video gamey of some of that stuff that you think is CG. Yeah. Like in the train scene, it might not have been as CG as you think. It might have been a stuntman with a Harrison Ford mask on that looked like fucking Harrison, like a fake Harrison Ford was pasted in. You know what I mean? I mean, it I, could. I, I don't know. But I mean, there's definitely some stuff in there where it was like he moves a little unnaturally or jumps like a little funny. Like it's like, oh, well, yeah. That's like, a, especially the wide shots on the top yeah, of the train. Like with That's the what I'm bed. talking about. Yeah. That was yeah. the part that I thought was probably the most egregious was like, yeah, that doesn't look real at all. Right, they did that long pull-out shot of him and fucking what's-his-nuts. Yeah, just the, like... Zola. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, just like the way he was running across the train looked unnatural. Mm-hmm. But that's the only part that I could remember that being like, ooh, that looks... Yeah, that looks video gamey. Well, and, like, the whole thing in the bell tower, too. The bell tower. Or, well, the tower where the fucking bomb came through and the thing got wrapped around his neck... Oh, at the very the beginning. Rope. Yeah, before they even got on the train. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. felt like, oh, fuck. Like I said, it felt like a quick time event in a video game to me because I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. My thumbs were twitching like, I, oh, I, I should understand. be doing something. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, see, I but, didn't think that looked that bad, but um, but yeah. Overall, I didn't hate it. So, I mean, that's something. That's a big That's definitely something. a, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a win because, yeah, I was, I thought I, was pretty confident after I watched it that you would like it more than you thought you were going to. I wasn't yeah. sure to the degree that you were going to be on board with it, but I was pretty confident that you weren't going to just be like, fuck this and fuck you for telling me to watch it. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, I was interested just because like we've said many times, like it's indie. Yeah. I'll always be interested. But what surprised me is that Ma was like, oh, I want to see that movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking really? Because when it was coming out, there was no indication. Right. And you know, what was something interesting I told you and you were like, huh, well, I guess. I saw something that said this movie was made specifically for the AARP crowd. Yeah, see, I I, I don't get that at all. I mean, I don't get that. Like, I don't get it either, but it was just funny that you were like, that was awesome. And I was like, well, well yeah, I mean, your AARP yeah. car should be coming soon. <laughs> I mean... Five years or so, they'll be sending me shit, I'm sure. You didn't get it already? Uh, No, I don't think so. Ma got hers as soon as she turned 50. Really? Well, I haven't oh, yeah. got mine yet. Like, they'd been on my dad's ass for a while. Well, I think I do get AARP stuff. I mean, I've been getting AARP stuff for like 10 years, or like ever since we moved into this house, but gotcha. it's it's for my dad. Like, right. they, they get us mixed up, and they think I'm like a 70-year-old man living in this house, and it's like, yeah. That's not me, dude. Only That's, on the inside. The wrong, you got the wrong one. Right. But now I'm not going to be yeah. able to tell. Now I'm like, I don't know if this is really for me or not. <laughs> be like, Dad, are you on ARP? Oh, fuck, they're after me then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't I don't really understand that either. But I, it, like I said, I just thought it was funny that you were like, this is awesome. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess that holds true. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like I said, I need to watch it again. I need to fucking, now that I know what I'm in for. I need to give it a fair shake. And it could get worse. That is a very distinct possibility that I'll well, watch yeah. it again and be like, that holy is, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I almost watched it the next night. I almost started watching it almost immediately just because I wanted to, to see it again. And, but then I just, it, see, like if I you said, were it's, fucking it's long. Nuts. Yeah. But it was long and it's long. And I was like, ah, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to get into that right now. But I yeah. do need to go back and watch it again. I'm, I'm actually, I think, more interested in watching this one again. 
that than I was watching Crystal Skull again. You're out of your fucking mind. I, I don't I don't know why. I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it's it was because the expectation was so low that I'm thinking it was better than it was. There's so that, may... and you don't have the fucking socially accepted cultural backlash to this one either. Yeah, that could be. But I mean, I, 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 Crystal Skull was fine. It was just like I had no. It was like, yeah, that was fun. But it wasn't like, oh, I gotta watch that again. But this one was like, yeah, I guess. I mean, Crystal Skull got better the more times I watched it. Yeah. But this one may get worse the more times I watch. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Like it, like it overshot my expectations by so much that watching it again is probably going to be not as good as. Whereas Crystal Skull was a little below my expectations. And then the more I watched it, the more I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. This is pretty good. Which, as for the ranking, as of right now, I would say it's slightly above Temple of Doom. This one? Yeah. Indy 5? Really? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Damn. You really got a mean on for that fucking Temple of Doom. I almost want to put it behind Temple of Doom, but... But you just can't do it, can you? Well, no. I mean, I've debated it. I mean, yeah. there have been days if you would have asked me, it's like, oh, fucking clearly this is the worst indie movie. Yeah. I guess right now, I, I don't know. It could be just listening to you talk about how much you liked it. Yeah. But I don't know. See, I'm fucking turning on it as I say it because like, there's way more shit in this that I don't like. Yeah. You know? I don't know. But I it's mean, hard. It's it's hard. Yeah, that's what she said. And the, that's what the I'm thing saying. with, I know, the thing with... um. With Temple of I Doom, chip marble over here, huh? <laughs> I said I could chip marble. Over here. <laughs> I uh, the the thing with uh, Temple of Doom is I might feel completely different if I hadn't been, you know, ten years old when it came out, right? Or yeah. whatever, eleven years old, and seeing it in the theater with my dad. So if I hadn't lived through being a kid, then I, if I, it may hit me a totally different way now. I'm thinking like I was 17 when Crystal Skull came out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know that that plays into it. I legitimately think that is a great fucking movie. Yeah, it is good. I guess the major question now is, do you think we'll be doing a commentary in January, this or next? I think we should. Are you prepared to do it this year or next year? Uh, I mean, we could try to do it this year. I mean, we could try to do it or we could let it breathe. Maybe eh, we might want to let it breathe, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe maybe get a couple, maybe another watch in before. Yeah, well, a few watches, hopefully. Well, I let don't it know if marinate. I, can get a, and... I don't know if I can get a few watches in, but I can get at least one in. In a year? Well, yeah. What, like... Motherfucker, how many times did you watch The Batman? I don't know, three? It seemed like there for a while. Every week you were fucking watching it. No, it's because it because I only watch like twenty minutes at a time. Well, you can't watch twenty minutes of this at a time. What the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> what twenty minutes at a time for three hundred and sixty-five days? <laughs> I mean, you'd get about halfway through, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna do Young Indie this coming January or what next month. Fuck Jesus Christ! But yeah, I think Indie Five needs to go down. Uh, for 2025. Okay. Yeah, I think we should definitely do it because we've done all the other ones. We got to do this one. This yeah. one wasn't even even if this one had been an absolute dumpster fire. I think I would have pushed for doing it just so we could fucking shred it. Yeah. But just so we could be like, see, I told you. Yes, I'm. I'm still thinking about it, and it's like I, I would be a lot harsher if we had fucking spent the time and effort to go see it in the theater. 
Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I don't know if I could say that for sure. I think I possibly, well, cause like, like I said, like when this came out, like the world was a different place for everybody. You know I mean? Everybody's headspace was in a different place and all the shit with clerks three had just come out. So that soured me on like a lot of stuff, which I mean, we haven't even talked about that publicly. No, but but and after I watched this, I think we even talked about it and it was like, that's probably a big reason why we took every every leak that came out like almost personally. Yeah. Like they, they're yeah. they're fucking us. They're fucking us again. Yeah, because it's like I said at the top, it's like people even Kev's doing it now. Fucking bringing back old characters you haven't seen in years and being like, let's fucking torture them. Let's break them. Yeah, let's fucking kill them. And it's like, that's what they did with the Star Wars sequels. Kinda, it's what yeah. they did with it's what Kev did with Clerks Three, I, and you know, in a way, I almost want to cut Kev some slack because, like, it's his character; he can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. Yeah, but it's still fucking torturous, and it's like I don't want to see it. But the thing, but the thing that I can't cut him slack with is that's not what you were selling me. Do you know what I'm right. saying? Like, that's that wasn't those those plot points were like that's like going to see Turner and Hooch in the '80s and thinking I'm going to see a fun dog movie. Right. And then the fucking dog gets murdered. You know what I mean? Right, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, that's not what you were selling me, bro. Like you're selling me a fucking clerks movie. And then you're going to pull that kind of shit. Like, dude, talk about feeling is, like, like betrayed. I Like if, I've like if you had, like if you had sold people. it, if you had sold it as more of a serious, you know, commentary on death and all it, I mean, it, it kind of was, but then it was like, that was played as a joke. The Randall part was played right. for the joke. And it was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then he has to, you know, I was like, oh, I could see that. That 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 looks like it's probably pretty funny. But then all the other stuff started coming out and it was like, wait a minute. This isn't this isn't fucking snooch to the nooch, dude. This isn't uh you know, and then and then it was like I was like, I I can't believe he would do that. Like I took it personal, like I can't believe he's doing this to right. me. Well, and it's like the other thing is, I mean, take the personal um trying to be yeah, delicate here i know take I mean, the you personal don't have to be that, out of it but yeah but it's like the shit with becky where it's like okay it's in a way indy 5 is the same way indy 4 ended perfectly they're yeah. happy they're getting married la 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 right clerks too i've seen a lot of people be like well that was dour and depressing it's like but not like this not like clerks 3 right not like that it was right i, I could get i could get past you know the the death part like that would seem shitty and like well that's fucked up but then the way that it's almost like cruelly just play you know what i mean like they just right. like grind it there's just he's like grinding that salt in right that's it's the like, thing it's fuck. like it was bad it's bad enough to just be like here's what happened but then yeah. to, to like keep going and it's like okay come on and then to have it end the way it ends and it's like fuck that like i right. don't need this like, like i said clerks 2 ends in such a hopeful way yeah and then, spoilers if you haven't seen it, we find out early in Clerks 3, it's like, oh yeah, Becky died, she was hit by a drunk driver, and the baby fucking died too. Right. And it's like, <laughs> ha ha ha? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I have a fucked up, twisted, dark sense of humor, but ha ha ha? Right. Where's the funny? And then, like, she spectrally is haunting him, being like, Dante, fucking everything's gonna be fine and shit and it's like what the fuck dude yeah i just that was my react reaction when i watched it, it was like what the fuck mm -hmm. like 
I've said movies felt like a betrayal before, but like that was to me because you and I've kind of disagreed about Clerks two before. I adore that movie. I think it's still to this day the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm just saying, I like right, but I know like the fucking there were issues you had about the depressingness of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like it's like I said, we talked about it back then too. Was like. You know, I was going through similar things at the time, and it was like, oh, my right. God, this is too... Like, Clerks was fun because it was like I was going through similar things, but it wasn't like... It was like, yeah, he gets me, you know? But then right. it was like, you know, Clerks too. it's like I'm going through similar things, but it's like, this sucks. Right. I, I get exactly what this... It's not like he gets this, me. It's like, all right, like, you're hitting too close to the bone. Right. It was like, it's like, yeah, he gets me, and it still sucks. Like the clerks right. was like he gets me and it makes me feel better and normal and then right the the clerks too was like he gets me and my life still sucks <laughs> the right. situation still sucks and clerks three is just and then like, clerks three is you. like what the fuck are you a fortune teller will you stop <laughs> god damn dude thinner what are you fucking doing with god damn turn off the crystal ball bro I don't want to see clerks four no shit. Well, I think I saw Clerks 4 at the end of Clerks 3. There is no Clerks 4. Uh, well, that's the thing. that the, There's talk like he might continue it. Yeah? With Randall and Elias. Well, I mean, well, then he can kill off Randall, too. No, fucking Elias is going to get his hand caught in a meat grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, am I Elias? <laughs> yeah. No, Randall's going to f- commit suicide because he can't live without Dante. Yeah. The end, the last shot will just be him hanging there like the fucking old guy in Shawshank Redemption. I was going to say that or a fucking puddle of blood just slowly going across the quick stop floor. Well, uh, no, it's just his feet but, and he's and he's carved Randall was here in the beam. Uh, 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 but yeah, so yeah, it's like these two are so intertwined in my mind. Mm-hmm. That it's like, yeah, we've got to fucking, I've, not we, I, I've got to fucking pull them apart as best I can, but it, it's difficult, yeah. I, it's weird to me that Lucasfilm is, at least for my opinion, my point of view, they're having so much trouble with their movies, yet they're fucking killing it with their series. Mm, like, yeah. Bad Batch, amazing. Fucking, just take it back a bit. Fucking, uh, Rebels, amazing. Mando, Ahsoka, fucking Obi-Wan, Andor. We, we don't need to talk about Boba Fett. They're just hit after hit after hit after hit. But when they're like, okay, we're going back to the big screen, it's like, please don't. Right. Yeah, that's like why they're talking about Mando season four again being a movie. I'm like, please don't. Please just. I mean, just... I trust Favreau and Filoni, but it's just like, no. But I. But do you trust the producers and the, or, you know, the, the upper people who are like, no, you got to do it this way? I do solely because Filoni has been made like the chief creative officer or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I get, yeah, so, like, I guess, I guess so. Yeah. He's up in that rarefied air now where if somebody's like, no, we're doing this, he can be like, no, we're not. Right. But I mean, even, but still, it's like, it's still not going to be as much as, as much time as a full season. Oh, no. And what are they going to have to cut out? And what, how are they going to, they're going to have to cut out four episodes. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, just don't fit. Don't, it's not broken. Don't try to fix it. Right. It's like, stick to your original plan. Yeah, just let it happen. When it happens, it happens. Just let it happen. Don't force it. And right. I feel like they're forcing it for 
to meet some agenda and it's going to fuck it up. Well, and I mean, the agenda is we need to make some fucking money and we know Mandel will bring in some money. I know. And they're going to end up killing the golden goose by forcing uh-huh. this movie to happen. Yep. And they're going to go, I don't know why the Star Wars fans are so shitty. Well, that was like, maybe we need to fucking stop making Star Wars for a while. Yeah, that'll like, be the no, next you're thing. you're going to learn the same fucking lead. You're going to learn yeah. the same wrong That's, lessons that you yeah. learned from fucking episode eight. Yep. They'll shelf it like they shelf Indiana Jones because nobody likes it. Okay. Right. Sure. That's the reason why. I Honestly, I still think they should have just went the animated route. Fucking let Harrison fucking relax. Don't fucking get him injured. We don't need to find some dead dude in Italy. There's aspects of this movie I like. I would have rather this movie not been made at all and just give us an animated series. Uh, because I think that would have been handled better. Yeah, I could see that. As we're talking through it, it's like, yeah, I don't have trust. I don't have any faith or trust in them to make movies right now, Lucasfilm. Because yeah. every time they do, they kind of shit the bed, especially when they do it in a big way. Like Rogue One and Solo, those weren't them do- making movies in a big way. Those mm-hmm. were their smaller side pocket stories. Mm-hmm. Fucking mainline Star Wars and indie? No, you, this ain't it, Chief. Yep. So let's... uh. Unless you've got more to say about that, let's take a quick break. We'll play telephone, okay. and uh, we'll come back with some maybe some holiday ness. Because I found some funny Christmas bullshit we could, I think, pick apart and have a little fun with. Okay, sounds good. Okay, let's do that. All right. This is the Nerd Blitz, a podcast and content-producing powerhouse that needs your help. For less than 17 cents a day, you can join their Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod and make a difference in their pitiful lives. You will get instant access to exclusive audio and written content such as Commentaries, reviews, Comic Con, versations, skits, just jump to the end, B roll, Doom Does, Swear Reels, The Nerd Blitz Question of the Week podcast, original stories, as well as occasional physical rewards. Just $5 a month. Get you all of this and so much more. Won't you join at patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod and get instant access to over a hundred hours of audio you can't find anywhere else on the internet. Please join now and help these pitiful, pitiful creators. And we're back. So, fucking third time. We're uh, playing telephone again, gang. Mm-hmm. This one, this is a special one. We got two new people. One of them is a big-time guest, which we'll get into after we all listen. But, oh boy, this is a fun one. Because uh, I think this year, for the first time, there was a lot of confusion 
our guest and our other new person, I think we had a bit of miscommunication. Mm. But our guest was like, wait, what am I doing now? Am I supposed to, do I listen to this and then repeat it? And I was like, yes, you listen to this and then you try your damnedest to repeat it verbatim. And he's like, huh, okay, yeah, I can do that. And then after a few days, I was like, hey, did you get time to do that? And he was like, oh, shit. So what am I supposed to do now? And I was like, oh. And I even sent him the very first Critical Role telephone, too, just to be like, this is the concept. Do what they do. Yeah. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. I think I got this. And then, like, 20 minutes later, he was like, here you go. So, yeah. Oh, it's a fun one, though. I, I want to give you a little uh, background, too. Okay. Before I locked down our special guest, I had actually written another telephone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew I wanted to get the guest, like, right after me, just so it's like we can get him out of the way. And it's not like, well, sorry, we've got three people to get to before we get to you. Yeah. I knew it was like, as soon as I finish mine, get it to him, boom, ball's rolling, he doesn't have to wait, right? Yeah. Before I locked him in, I was like, ooh, I, I can be evil this year. And every fucking thing I did was a rhyme. Oh. So, like, mm. this isn't what it is, but it was like, Chad's dad was sad because we were going through a fashion fad or something like that. That was the type of thing. It was just rhyme on top of rhyme on top of rhyme. Right. Because I, I thought that would be fun to fuck everybody up. Well, spoilers. I think it might have. Because uh. <laughs> there wasn't shit that rhymed by the time it got to me. No. Well, in the one that we did, we actually did once the guest locked in, there was only one rhyme, and I wanted oh. to see how long that made it through. But yeah. Oh. So I've still got this torturous one in the chamber. Oh. Well, I haven't listened to it yet, so I don't know I don't know where this began, but by the time my part came around, like ju- just judging by that, I think you should probably just hold that in the chamber because <laughs> that might be a little too advanced for <laughs> the people the people playing this game. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, by the time it got to you, I mean, just to fucking spoil it a little bit, it, it was basically a bullet point like grocery list by the time it got to you it was like fucking star wars scooby-doo's dumb oh shit i fucked up gotta go pretty much i mean yeah yeah when i listened Uh, to it i was like wait what the fuck am i supposed to do with this this might actually be the worst one it was like there's not even anything to repeat yeah like which which, part of my which part am i supposed to repeat the stumbling and bumbling or the part that i think (laughs) is actually the the (laughs) Or the, am I supposed to repeat the 40 seconds of silence? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't think I went all that hard with this one. I really don't. But, I mean, there is like a semi-cohesive story. By the mm. time it got to you, no, there was no story. It was just like, like I said, Star Wars, Scooby-Doo's dumb, feet stink. Oh, fuck it, I screwed it up. I don't even know if you got the feet stink. I don't even remember feet stink, so. Yeah. The last thing I want to say before we get into this the point of this game, and this, again, this is why I want you to write one yourself. Yeah. So I can be in the fucking position of being like, what the fuck, everybody? Because <laughs> I've said before, it. I sit in the position of like, ha look at you, y'all fucked it up. Right. I want to be in the position of like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> right. But I just want to say here at the top, there's no, this is all just good spirited fun. Oh, yeah. No. Don't. Yeah. Don't take anything too seriously. The point is to fuck it up as it goes along. Right. So please don't be offended, Josh, that we're going to go after you super hard about <laughs> it. 
because along the way it did get fucked up, Josh. And it's just, that's the point of the game. So we're just here to have fun. That's why I like getting everybody together. We can all have some, I hate the word, but fuck God, it's pervading the culture. Community fun. Community fun. But yeah, we call this episode the office holiday party for a reason. It's to get all the fucking cool people together and be like, let's have some giggles, gang. Right. So uh, we're going to take a pause. So this is legit, too. For the first time ever, Fitz hasn't listened to this before yeah, we started. I didn't, so it's going to be that, awesome to get his fresh takes. Yeah, I never went back and listened to the finished uh, the finished version of it. So the only part that I've heard is the part that came before mine. Yeah. Which, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted you to make notes, because I do have notes, so hopefully I'll be able to spark some fucking shit for you as we go. Okay. But it's an onslaught. And the funny thing is, mine started at, like, I want to say 118, then it got a little bit longer, and then at some point it got down to, like, 35 seconds. Yeah. And then it ballooned back up to a minute by the time it got to you. Yeah, but like you said, there's, like, 40 seconds of silence in there, too, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> But that's always the fascinating thing to me. Even, like I said, watching the Critical Role version, they would do like two to three minute stories. They'd get down to like a minute and then it would balloon up to like five minutes and then contract again. And it's fascinating how that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I tip my hat to them again. But yeah, let's uh, let's take a break here and let Fitty Man listen and then we'll dive back in with our analysis. Yeah. Here we go, gang. Hey gang, while we await the arrival of everybody else to the party, I had an idea I wanted to run by ye good nights, and your responses will be telling. So, you know how these two yahoos is always talking about this and that? My idea is that we swoop in and we talks about some stuffs ourselves, eh? You like that? For example... Running in winter will give you a splinter. You never heard these two dippy bastards say some bullshit like that, have you? But I did it. (laughs) You know, this podcast thing ain't so goddamn hard after all. Oh, look at me. I'm a big, fat, dumb, dumb, dippy fuck named Doom. I like cartoon dogs and and books and making mad goof-em-ups. Die! And I'm Fitz, I'm an old fart that likes dragons and shit. And I do, you know, smart guy stuffs all the time. Duh! See? What morons? This crap ain't that hot. Oh shit, somebody's coming. I gotta go. Hey, gang. Uh, just uh, before the party gets started, just wanted to... Wanted to bounce something off everybody, off ye good nights. Uh, see, see how, see how it felt. Uh, you know, these two, these two jackasses, you know, they're always talking about their stuffs, right? Well, I'm thinking, why, what do we, we talk about our stuffs? Fuck these guys. These two dippy idiots. Like, uh, like what if I said something like, uh, running in winter? We'll give you a splinter. That's pretty great, huh? And then, and then you think about like the people we're listening to, like uh, Dippy Doom, what biggest idiot in the world? Hey, everybody, listen to me. I, I, I like comic books, and I, 
I, I, I've really focused on the Clone Wars chronological proper order. And then there's, uh, you know, there's this old Foggy Fitch who's with his orthopedic socks. He's very old and uh, he's, he's falling apart. And, uh, you know, so I guess I'm, all I'm saying is we could do, we could do any of that. Where's, we're podcasting masters more than they are. Oh, somebody's coming. I gotta go. Hey gang, before the party gets started, I thought I would burn something out of your good night's back <laughs> to see how you felt about it. You see, we're all the time listening to these two jackasses talking about their stuffs. And I think it's time we talk about our stuffs. What would if I said um, running in winter would give you a splinter? That's pretty awesome, right? Because let's see, we're hearing about these two jackasses and we have DP Doom, which is not the smartest guy in the planet. And he's like all the time, oh, I like this, and I like focusing about the Clone Wars in chronological order. And we also have all funky fits. And he's like, rrr, 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 and the guy is just falling apart. Okay, all I, can, all I am saying is we can also do this. We're also podcast mastered. What do you think about it? Oh, shut up. I, th- I gotta go. I think someone's coming. This is Josh, and get ready for a train wreck. Hey gang, uh, let's burn our back before we start. We always hear other people talk about their stuff, but now it's time to talk about ours. Uh, Scooby-Doo, he's not the smartest guy on the planet. Uh, the Clone Wars and Funky Feet. Oh shit! Someone, someone's here. I gotta go. All right, Steve Boost here with his attempt at telephone. Hey gang, welcome back. We're always burning other people's thing, so let's. Remember words that we said about our own stuff? And Scooby-Doo, who's not smart. And Clone Wars. And Stinky Feet. But that's it. So shit, someone's here. I gotta go. Say meow, Sherlock. Okay. Here goes nothing. Um, hey gang. Welcome back. We're always burning up other people's shit. But something about Scooby-Doo, who's not very smart, and Clone Wars, and Stinky Feet. But, oh shit, someone's here. I gotta go. Something like that. Check, check, check. All right, let's do this. I don't know if this is going to work. Um, I have about five. Mm, no, I probably have a minute until my heater turns on again. Oh, my God. Fucking cold. Okay, let's do it.
Fuck me. Okay, I was meditating, preparing for this, and it didn't even work. Hey, gang. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Something about Scooby-Doo. Clone Wars. Scooby-Doo's not very smart. What? Um, fuck. Fuck me and my... <sighs> yeah, it's gone. Oh, there's someone coming. I gotta go. Yep, ruined it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened. I was on top of it, and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Uh, so here, here comes the message, I guess. Something about Clone Wars. Fuck Wait, me, fuck Scooby Doo. I want to listen to that again. No, you can only listen to it once. Yeah, that's the whole part of the game. Each person listens to it once. Yeah, yeah. Each person listens. Yeah, that's the message. That's what's left after it went through all the people in the chain. Uh, Fuck me and my uh, Scooby Doo's not very smart. Wait, somebody's coming. I gotta go. Uh, Yep, ruined it. (laughs) Um, uh, Yep, I was on top of it, but then I don't know. It's gone. Oh, Merry Christmas. And we're back. <laughs> wow, what a journey. Fucking, what I a... don't know if it's going to drop in uh, July or July, That's January. Definitely or if not we're going to July. Drop it as a little extra special fucking something here in December. But Fitz and I did a slight little tiny reaction chunk live to his listening. Mm-hmm. That's going to go up on Patreon as a little bit of B-roll. Mm-hmm. But now comes our in-depth analysis. Mm-hmm. But actually, no, it's not. Because first off, you just heard it. We've got to fucking thank Andy Secunda for coming in. Yeah. This dude did not have to do this, gang. No, and he did great. He really fucking did. Yeah. And what was fucked up is like he had almost as many questions as Josh. Like I said, he was the one that was like, wait, so what do I do? And it's like, you just repeat it back. Yeah. He really committed. Yeah. Like voices and everything. Mm-hmm. But. We want to plug his shit real quick. You can find him on uh, Twitter if you still go there, at Secunda, or he's on Instagram, at Andrew Secunda. But be sure to check out his two podcasts. He's got two now, gang. Star Trek The Next Conversation and Co-Pilots, TV writers on TV pilots. Obviously, TNC, that's him talking about Star Trek with Matt Myra. They're into season two, I think, of DS9 now, so they covered all of TNG. But his new show, Co-Pilots, that's him and another writer slash improver, uh, Sean Conroy. Each episode, they take a pilot of a TV show and they go over it in depth. And uh, I think their fourth episode just dropped. It's the Simpsons pilot, but they did Freaks and Geeks. They did Spartacus. And they did this legendary pilot that I think aired. It had Peter Boyle in it called Puchinski. It's about a dude who, I think he get, he's a cop and he dies in the line of duty and then he comes back as this puppet dog. What? Yeah. And it was on Fox and for some reason they threw this pilot on the air. No shit. Yeah. It's on YouTube and I thought, fuck, that might be fun for you and I to watch sometime. It kind of sounds familiar for some reason. It sounded like dog shit though. Huh. You looking it up? 
No, I was yeah, I was gonna look it up, but but uh, yeah, Star Trek: The Next Conversation and co-pilots, TV writers on TV pilots, fucking go support him, go listen, go fucking leave him a review or something, be like, hey, fucking Nerd Blitz sent me. Mm-hmm. But seriously, if you're on Twitter or even Instagram, please, gang, reach out to this dude and send him a thank you for coming in and doing this because again, he did not have to fucking do this. Yeah, no, thanks a lot. Okay. So you ready to dive into our anal cyst? Mm, Puchinski. Okay. Yeah, Puchinski. I thought you said Puchinski, like P-A-C-H. Puchinski. Pooch, like dog. Oh my lord, that that's a puppet. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I haven't looked up the puppet, Yikes. but okay, it's like, no, oh boy. that that does not that doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Uh-uh. Well, they only aired one episode, so yeah. Right, but I mean stick. the the concept sounded familiar, but this doesn't look like. Oh, I got you. Anything I've ever seen. So, yikes. Yeah. From 1990. Wow. Wow. That was like it was way more recent than that. Mm -mm. 1990. Wow. Fucking A. Anyway, back on track. You ready? Yep. So, I uh, will start with mine. I threw in the rhyme to try and fuck shit up. Like, I I think I told you I didn't say it in the before. Mm -hmm. Maybe I did. I don't know. No, I I think you did. Yeah. The original thing I wrote before Andy was like, yeah, I'll do it, was just rhyme on top of rhyme on top of rhyme on top of rhyme. And I didn't want to saddle him with that because, like I said, I wanted him to come after me so we could get him done and I wouldn't have to be like, well, there's three more people, sorry, you know. Yeah. So I scrapped that one and I I still have it, though. I need to finish it, but I think that would be fun to do one time. But I wanted to keep at least one rhyme in to see how far it made it. Mm-hmm. Made it further than I thought, but still not far. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. Some of it, some of it made it a lot farther. I thought it fell apart way sooner than, than it actually did. Yeah, yeah. I there were specific things that I was like, let's do this to see if it, fucking makes it. Mm-hmm. Like once again, of course I've got to. I did multiple voices mm-hmm. because my hope is always that people, even if they don't do them well, they try because yeah. I think that adds to the fun because. If I do a voice and then you try to do a voice and then somebody else tries to mimic you doing my voice, it's going to get fucked up. Right. And I, I, my hope is one time when we do this, it'll just end up being like, oh, hi, <laughs> some high-pitched nonsense or something. Yeah. That's just so fucking funny. And now, again, I have to admit I made one edit. Yeah. Like the rustling, slamming shit in mine. Yeah. I, I tried to do that because I was hoping that would make it through, like... Uh, oh. slam and be like oh shit somebody's coming i gotta go oh okay and when i got when i put the recording in so i could fucking clean it up like level it and shit and send it along to people yeah you couldn't fucking hear that at all oh and i was like Ugh! so i had to go in and boost it because i wanted like a clatter of some sort see yeah. how far it went and i think andy did it I don't know if it was his cat fucking around in the background or not, but I don't know, he probably I'm pretty got his, sure it was him. He probably got his whole Foley closet open. It was in there. <laughs> Breaking celery and shit? Yeah, like, he put on a whole fucking production. <laughs> well, what about my production? Well, yeah, but you started it. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Oh, you, had way no, more, a... you had way more time to prepare your stuff. Yeah. Than, than the people yeah. who only get to listen to it once. Right, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and that was 
that's the thing I love about it. You only get to listen once, so it's like, oh, fuck, what did he say? Right. <laughs> what came after the fucking rhyme? I remember the rhyme, but what happened next? Well, that's ah, like, shit. Well, that's like Frankie was like, oh, wait, I, I got to listen to that again. I was like, nope, can't. We'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. Because, oh, I wish somebody would have came after you. <laughs> yeah, talk about a mess. No, no shit. Oh, they would have been like, am I supposed to argue with a kid here? What the fuck? Right. Oh, that would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's why you got to do one. Fucking do you and Frankie talking Oh, for like yeah. a minute, minute and a half. And it's and and, just organically talking to him and it would just be nonsense because that's what a conversation with him usually is. Nonsense. <laughs> They've listened to Son of a Fitz. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just cut uh, out, I'll just cut out a minute of one of those episodes and play it. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. <laughs> you got to do original content. God damn it. Oh, yeah, that would be good, though. Like, tell him, okay, we've got to talk for, like, a minute and a half, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, anytime he says something, like, try to knock him off course. Mm-hmm. That might be fun, yeah. But anyway, I, I went through and made notes as I re-listened to it last night. And uh, here's my note for Andy. For all of his questions, he actually did a damn good job. He changed it only min- minimally. I love that he goes after me so hard. Mm-hmm. Although he did go after you, t- you too, being like, "Oh, I'm so fucking old." <laughs> <laughs> He's just reading it as written. I mean, he went after both of us a little <laughs> bit harder than written. Yeah, I know, but awesome. I'm, I, I gotta blame the screenwriter for that. Fuck you, sir. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the self-loathing screenwriter. Yeah, well, yeah. Did you notice though? I wasn't mean to you. All I did was say you were old. I mean, that's old. That's kind of mean. I mean, I wasn't as mean as I was myself. No, I know that. I never am. Nobody uh, can Nobody can do you like you can do you. <laughs> but he dropped the Scooby-Doo reference completely because mine, I said something about, oh, he's obsessed with cartoon dogs. Mm-hmm. He drops that and brings in Star Wars, which just goes to prove, even when we try not to talk about Star Wars, Star Wars is going to come up, gang. Yeah. But yeah, he went after you hard for being old, which... That's not really going after you. It's true. Yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> he kept the rhyme and the rustling, though. But like I said, I don't know if the rustling was him or if it was the cat. But yeah, I was like, damn, he did a really fucking good job. I thought with because he, he did. He had so many questions like, wait, what am I supposed to do? I thought for sure he'd be like, oh, shit. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I got to go. <laughs> after him, Groupie came up. Yeah, she did pretty good, too. She did, but what I love is, like, at the beginning, you hear a little giggle. Yeah. And it's like, uh-oh, she's starting to get overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Because I get it. I mean, again, that's part of the game. Right. You get one listen. You don't get to listen to it five times and be like, okay, here he said fucking running on winner will give you a splinter. Yeah, you get one listen, so it's like, ah, oh, fuck, what did he say? Yeah. So I get it. Yeah, no. No, but she got most of it. it seemed like she got most of it. Well, she... She kept everything she was given, pretty much, because, yeah. like I said, Andy switched some shit up, which is, again, that's fun. That's what fucking yeah. makes it. I mean, it's going to happen. You're not a computer. Well, I mean, I mean, you kind of are, but you're not a good one. Not you're not a good he, computer. He's supposed to be. He's a fancy Hollywood writer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was doing edits on your on your script. He was doing punch ups as he read. You think he was giving me notes? Maybe he didn't even give you notes. Oh. He just did it. Well, now I feel extra offended. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I can make this better, asshole. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I she did keep the rhyme. She kept the fucking Clone Wars thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> she called you funky. <laughs> yeah. I think that looking at it now, I think that's where uh, the funky the feet, feet come from. Yeah, the funky feet came from that. Yeah. Because that the next person does the funky feet, right? Right. Yeah. But my favorite part of hers was with the oh shit, somebody's coming. She just turned it to shut yeah. up. Yeah, sh- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's coming. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Shut up. <laughs> and then this is where shit went sideways. Like I said, either there was a miscommunication or a misunderstanding or a groupie's accent might have threw him off because he didn't realize it's like, oh, no, bitch, we're going international here. Right. He completely lost it. And I pulled <laughs> up the uh, the messages he and I were sending back and forth. And uh, he was like, Oh, fuck, dude. And I was like, yeah, I probably should have sent you the previous two games just so you could get an idea be caught up what, and get yeah. a better grasp of it. And he's like, no, I was clear on the rules, but I was just like, wait, what's going on now? Well, he, well, number one, he probably wasn't expecting it to be such a long speech. Right. And second, because like, cause even when we were listening to your first one, you know, your part, I just kept, I kept going... What the? They had to remember all of this. It just kept going and going, and it's it doesn't sound like it kept. I kept feel. I kept waiting for for you to to say, okay, here it is. Here's the message, and then and then do whatever you were gonna do that people had to repeat. But I was right. like, you got to re- remember this entire minute long skit, two minute long yeah. skit. Holy shit! You do remember we've done this twice before. right? I know, I know, but I don't remember it being the, as long as that before. I think the other ones were actually longer. No shit. God damn. Yeah, because mine was only like a minute eighteen, minute twenty this time. Yeah. So yeah, I I think in I think one year I did like two minutes, and you were like, God damn, dude. Yeah, it's a good thing you don't put me first. You're going first one of these times. God damn it. Well, I want you to write something and do it because it's fun. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, first the first to repeat. I guess second. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everybody hates that position. I'll I'll break Josh's record for sure. <laughs> Well, I did it to J. Sarge once, and he was like, oh, no. <laughs> Which, again, we'll get to it. Yeah. Anyway, back to our messages back and forth. He was like, no, no, I'm not complaining. I just, I hope I don't sound like an absolute toolbox. And I said, you know we're going to break your balls hard, right? And he goes, oh, I expect it. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, fucking, he lost the whole goddamn thing. He, yeah. He yeah. shifted he- the focus from us entirely to, like, Scooby-Doo's dumb, uh, right. the funky feet came up for the first time, and the rhyme is gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when I listened to it, I was like, holy shit, dude. And he's like, I, I, I'm i sorry, I tried. <laughs> nope, you did perfect. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> like, you did excellent. everything that was expected and less. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I did... It wasn't until you listened to it that I was like, oh, that's where the funky feet came from. I think yeah. he misheard fucking funky fits, funky fits or whatever. Fun- yeah. And it's like, fun- funky feet? With Steve Boost, though, up next, the voices come back in a way. Yeah. But you can hear it. He just sounds so lost because he's like, what the fuck's going on? Right. The confusion is in full effect at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Josh also said, we're burning backs. I don't know where the fuck he got that from. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't know where he got that from either. I was like, "What? We're doing what?" <laughs> <laughs> right. And then it was funny how that changed too, because uh, 
when Steve Boos got a hold of it, all of a sudden we're just burning things. Mm-hmm. It went from we're burning backs to we're burning things? Mm-hmm. Scooby's not smart. And now the feet went from funky to they just stink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, it's interesting to watch how this shit just ebbs and flows. And Yeah. And then at the end, he's got his cat. And that's something I was hoping would stick, like him being like, take me out or something. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. And that, I guess everybody was like, oh, fucking, this is something he threw in. Right. Which I think Tan, I talked about it last time. It's like, I, she was like, oh, man, I was struggling. I almost just said extra shit. And I think Jay Sarge might have said it one time. It's like, you should have just to fucking throw a, a monkey yeah. wrench into shit and fuck everything up and see if it keeps going. Because that's well, fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that's like, we'll get to it. But that's like when I got to my part, I was like, what parts of this am I supposed to be repeating? And what's parts of his him just fumbling <laughs> around? You know, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if this, like, is this. Did the message start out like this, or is this just him fumbling around and I shouldn't be repeating this, or right. am I supposed to, even though he's fucking it all up, <laughs> even though <laughs> even though he's grasping at straws, am I supposed to be him hawing and pausing, and am I supposed to, yeah, it was just, it's chaos. That is a good idea. I need to keep that in mind, like, just have one where it's like, oh, shit, I was supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, what was it? Oh, I can't remember. I think I fucked this up. And see if that makes it through like that or if people yeah, fucking it, just start making shit up. I know. And at the end, it's like a fully coherent story by the end right. of it. <laughs> that would be fucked up. Because everybody's fucking rock souped it all the way through uh, until at the end we get a fucking stew. Yeah. Huh. I'm getting ideas over here. Stone soup, I guess. But yeah, you can hear it. The confusion keeps building. Mm-hmm. And she's another one. If you listen real close... You can hear she's got a quiet little laugh because she knows she was dealt a shit hand. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then her, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a fucking Cheshire-esque grin. You can hear it when she says it. Yeah. Just, oh, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) And then with her, we're not burning things. We're just burning people's shit. (laughs) She wants to see the fucking world burn, man. And I think I told her this. It's like, you just got down to basically a grocery list of shit. You had four bullet points, and you're like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. We're burning shit. Scooby-Doo's dumb. Fucking Clone Wars something. I don't know. Fuck it. We're out. But yeah, at this point, there's all hope of a story is lost. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. even like, there's something here. It's just like, Scooby-Doo's dumb. Clone Wars done. Yeah. Now we're just trying to remember words. Yeah. Just individual R- words. Right. It's like the color... Red, um, fucking, uh, cheese, uh, I don't remember the rest, fuck it. Oh, then here we come to J-Sarge. J-Sarge, J-Sarge. We have a gnat in human form moment here. (laughs) (laughs) I told him to, it's like, after I listened to his, I was like, dude, those 40 seconds of silence, because he was like, I was trying to meditate, see if I can remember it. (laughs) Nope, I lost it. And I told him, I was like, you fucking overthought it, didn't you? And he went, I did. (laughs) Yeah. You just got to start talking. Right. You can't fucking think. You just got to try to be a sponge and then spit it out. But yeah, he fucking completely overthought it and fucked himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, At that point, like, everything's gone except shit, somebody's coming. Like I told you, it was like, was that real? Maybe that was real. Maybe, Maybe he got interrupted and he had to turn off the... 
recorder or something. Well, he said at one point, it was like, oh, shit, I got a minute until my heater kicks back on. I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, wait, is this real life or what's going on here? Are you playing or what are you doing, Mr. J. Sarge? Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I said, you got it. You got that. 40 seconds of silence and all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, you always get the shit end of the stick because, yeah, you're left with, like, people who've been through a war or something. They're like, I don't fucking know. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yep. Well, this, one, this time I got somebody else to do the what the fuck is this shit. Right. To do the reaction because I, I yeah. knew by what you were telling me that it was going to be a shit show. He wanted to actually do his own. And then I was like... I was like, nah, let's just do let's just do ours do one together. Because I'm like uh, we're supposed to be the last one. I don't want to put I wanna I don't want to insert another layer into this. Right. Now see, if I had known that, I would have put him earlier. Away oh my from you. god. Exactly. Yeah. Cause that might have been fun. Yeah. But you'd have to sit him down and like explain the rules to him and like be like, you only listen once, you record right. and then stop. Yeah. That might be fun. We'll yeah. talk about Agent of Chaos. Yeah, for real. But he'd yeah. be like Josh and Smokey combined. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But yeah, so his reaction was pretty great because he was like, "Wait, I got to listen to it again," and I'm like, "Nope, you can't." Yeah, you went, "No, you can't." And he's <laughs> no, like, "You can't." You didn't like, tell what? me that. Yeah, I'm like, "No, no, that's the point. You can only listen to it once." And he's like, "What was that?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know, dude." <laughs> You did a pretty good job with what you were given, though. You're like, ah, I don't know. Fuck it. I ruined it. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that was the only thing I could do. I was like, the only thing that's that I can do is try to say, try to imitate exactly what he was saying. Mm -hmm. And because I'm like, there's no way that, that this is what the message was, but this is all I got. So it never is by the time it gets to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got to repeat something. So yeah. But fucking, it's funny that. Clone Wars, the one spoke Andy added to the wheel made it to the end. Yeah. That's funny. That's pretty funny. But yeah, there you go, gang. That's fucking telephone. Yeah. I love doing this, man. Well done, everyone. Very entertaining. Yeah. Fucking thanks for giving us a half hour of fun, gang. Mm hmm. I really do love doing this and bringing everybody together to have some fun like this. I, um, next time we do this, I hope y'all will come back. But. Yeah, oh, it's so much fun. You really do. You've got to do one, dude. Because I want to be in that last position. Okay. I want to be the end of the human centipede. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just taking shit in the mouth, huh? Like, but not even shit, like five times recycled shit. Right. So by the time it gets to me, it's not even shit anymore. It's just like tar. Oh, God. I know. I got really graphic and I kind of grossed myself out. That is nasty. Yep, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, there we have it. So um, we're going to take a quick break here, gang. When we come back, we're going to do a little bit of Christmassy stuff, and then we'll send you all off into that good night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, fucking go take a turd or something, fucking refill your nog or whatever the fuck you're drinking, and come on back. We got more for you. Celebrate the launch of the first book from the Nerd Blade. The camp. Toss the place. <laughs> We're not leaving until we find it. Sir, we found this. 
camping trip and other stories. A collection of six horror short stories featuring monsters that are both human and fantastical. Is this it? We believe so, sir. Wow. I can't believe it. Humanity could have survived the hordes if only everybody had gone to Amazon and bought a copy of the camping trip and other stories. Sir, we found the time pad. We can fix this. Round up the squad. Hurry, we have to go back in time and make sure everybody goes to Amazon and buys a copy of the camping trip and other stories. The first Nerd Blitz book so we can avoid this horrible future. Damn it, they're closing in! Looks like just you and me are going back, soldier. Save the future. Order your copy of the camping trip and other stories from Amazon. Now. And welcome back for our wrap-up, kids. So since this is like our Christmas fucking spectacular and shit, don't know if it'll come out on, before, or after, most likely after. But I was like, oh, I got an idea. Let's fucking, I'll Google like holiday topics and shit, Christmas topics, or shit to talk about at a Christmas party. That'll be fun. And I found this one site. Uh-huh. It's uh, americamp.co.uk, where they're like, hey, let's talk about Christmas in the States. And I was like, ooh. And I found another thing. These are, these are people from the UK talking about how stupid we are. <laughs> Not necessarily, but oh. it's like, it's kind of like, from what I remember, because I only skimmed it to be like, ooh, this will be fun to rip apart. It's almost like if you described christmas to somebody who came from another planet is the the way it felt just from my skimming yeah well that's what i'm saying so that, that, that's, yeah i'm talking about how, how we do things stupid <laughs> not even that it's it's hard to explain it's like an anthropologist looking at it being like so that's how they did it interesting not like wow they're fucking idiots fucked it up it, it's just like hmm curious curious interesting <laughs> yeah like the opening line says, AmeriCamp's famous t-shirt may be red, but America has a lot to answer for when it comes to changing the history of Christmas and famous St. Nick. So it's like, oh boy, we're in for a fucking ream in here. You mean made it better? Made it more <laughs> awesomer? Well, like the first one. And again, all I Googled was like, topics for a Christmas party. And this is what came up and I was like, seriously? Well, let's do it. This sounds like it's going to be fun. I, I think it will. I hope or highly or too. highly offensive. Yeah, you might like have you to have fucking another... stupid UKers. We might have to have a teabag and party on somebody's face. Sorry, Steve Boost, but you're in the pickle <laughs> barrel this time, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Answer for your people. Answer for your people, you ucker. <laughs> Get it? I got it. Okay, good. Here's the first thing. Uh, Santa hasn't always worn his trademark red outfit. Yeah. Keep in mind, I googled topics for a Christmas party, and this was the top fucking result. 
And it, just think, if like if you, you go into a Christmas dude, party if, and you're if like, if you came to my Christmas party and were like, "Hey, did you know Santa Claus n- didn't always wear a red suit?" I would get the fuck get out. out. Get out. <laughs> exactly. Get That's out. Exactly my, what I was gonna say. You if just you turn, throw a party and the asshole comes in and be like, "Guess what I know?" And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You just turned my party boner inside out. Get <laughs> get out of here. I went from having a boner to a tail. Leave. The attire we've come to love since childhood was originally green and white and was altered as part of a 1930s advertisement campaign by Coca-Cola. Yeah. They made it more awesome. Again, imagine if somebody came into your house and was like, listen, assholes, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. And it's like, that's what you're bringing to the table? You'd think they'd like it. They were like, they're like into red coats and stuff. Ooh, sick burn. <laughs> sick burn. <laughs> 200 years late. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. We're going to war. <laughs> Revolutionary war isn't like, over. It's whoa, just halftime. What, what are those, those does that red coat bring back some bad memories? <laughs> <laughs> oh, touched a nerve with that red coat, eh? <laughs> oh, you going Canadian on us now, boy? <laughs> eh? Yeah. I think there's only one American on this podcast. USA, USA. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that and I was like, "Oh boy, this will be fun to shred." I think I, I think I just actually recently saw a picture of Santa Claus with a green uh... teeth. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, with a green uh, coat. Where did I see that at? I don't remember where yeah, I saw I... it, but but even my kid was like, "That's not the color he wears." I've seen that before, and he's got, like, a fucking wreath with candles on his head. Well, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's like St. Nick would have had, like, right. candles on his head, like a, like the Ghost of Christmas uh, past or whatever. Yeah, the big, fat, giant dude. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm like, I'm like he's he's got costume changes, dude. How's fucking Hasbro supposed to make 50 figures of this guy? Right, it's like, you can accept Batman in fucking ice gear, but not Santa in green? Get the fuck out of here. It's his uh, summer tactical gear. It's his camouflage exactly. gear. Yeah, it's Rainforest Santa. Go to bed. <laughs> it's Rainforest Santa. <laughs> Jungle fatigues. <laughs> you fucking A. It's his digitized camo. Go away. <laughs> Daddy's trying to watch Civil War on the shitter. Uh, our next bit of fascinating trivia. See, already this has been worth it. What an article! This is not. This is this is not going where I thought it was going. I thought we were going to get some claws out shit. This is like, well, did you know they changed his suit color? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> it's more like, huh? And they're like, they're not even Christmas facts. It's just almost like. Do you know they did this shit to our Santa? Our <laughs> beloved fucking Papa Noel? Pater Sanguinum? <laughs> um, Rudolph was almost called Reginald. Well, that is a very British name. But the fucked up thing, listen to this. Since childhood, we've become accustomed to Rudolph and his red nose. However... The adorable reindeer was almost christened Reginald by Illinois-based copywriter Robert L. May. Mm. So it's not even English. He's Illinoisan. Mm-hmm. 
who decided to invent the oddball reindeer as a gimmick in 1930. Man, the fucking 30s were big business for Santa and crew. For a range of Montgomery Ward coloring books, May considered calling Rudolph Reginald or Rolo. Candy fan here. Rolo, Jesus. Uh, before opting for the now famous name of Rudolph. And then fucking Hitler rose and he's like, shit, that's too close. <laughs> so they, everybody starts backing away from German sounding things. Exactly. No, 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 his name's Reginald. <laughs> or Rolo, you pick. Or, or Rolo, you pick. Uh, moreover, British article, <laughs> his name, his nose wasn't going to be red, as a red nose was considered it's be a green. sign of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a red nose was considered a sign of alcoholism, and publishers Montgomery Ward didn't want the character to be presented as a drunkard. Well, duh, everybody knows that. Right. It's off the red nose, fuck Yeah, let's face. just make... Let's just... Yeah, we can't make the reindeer's nose red, but let's make Santa's nose fucking beet red. <laughs> right. Giant fucking red pepper nose with veins. Had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you'd want to see where he goes. It's not, it's not even a fat belly. It's a fucking giant keg of schnapps like the fucking St. Bernard. <laughs> fucking A. Ho, ho, ho. I'll save your life in a fucking avalanche. <laughs> Again, let's see. Okay, I was going to say it says fun facts, but it's top American Christmas facts, so they'll get a break on the one that's coming up. Oh, okay. Not this one, but the next one. Okay. Uh, Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. Hmm. Which is like, how the fuck is this our fault? Yeah, how how the fuck is this even like, who cares? Like, who gives a shit? Why did this even on a list? Why does that's this list the exist? other thing. I was hoping you would come to that before I had to get to the end and be like, you don't want to look at this and be like, why the fuck do I give a shit? No, I mean, this this one puts it over the edge for me. Like, what do I give a shit? Why do I care that the fucking Jingle Bells? I hate that song anyway. Again, imagine somebody comes into your party. Okay, they give you the fucking Santa's coat wasn't always red thing. You kick them out and then you let them back in out of the goodness of your heart and holiday spirit, and then they're like, motherfucker, did you know Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song? <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I just beat them. I beat them with a turkey leg. Fucking A. Fucking cracked the schnapps bottle over his head. At a Thanksgiving concert in the 19th century, Georgian-born James Lord Pierpont performed the one-horse open sleigh at a church's Thanksgiving concert. Okay, now, I call bullshit on this one doesn't make it a Thanksgiving Just, song. Yeah, because it's always been like around Thanksgiving, people are like, all right, let's get this shit out of the way because Christmas is coming. So you're wrong, uckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wrote the song and it was republished in 1957 with a more recognizable title, Jingle Bells. Plus, on December 16th, 1965, the song became the first song broadcast from space. And again, it's like, what the fuck does this have to do with it being a Thanksgiving song? Which it's not. When the Gemini 6 crew serenaded Mission Control after they reported seeing a red-suited astronaut. Hmm. It was really just a Russian. They're like, is that a Russian or Santa? Fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> quick we have to lie to the public and make it seem like it's santa claus and not the fucking russians that beat us to space is that Leica? 
The dog, remember? Uh, no, the one that got shot up there and died. Yeah, that was, dog's name was Lyca. Oh, yeah, the dog R. bones Lyca. are dog bones are just floating around in space forever. In the vastness of wait, that's not this podcast. It's a different one. Okay, now this is where they're not even giving facts anymore. They're just taking shots. At least 15,000 people are sent to the ER over Christmas. Okay, so? You want to start a fight about it? <laughs> you want to fucking fight about, about be, it? <laughs> it's about to be 15,001. You keep running your fucking mouth. Oh, shit. That's how a bitch gets cut. <laughs> The 2023 office party, how a bitch gets cut. (laughs) Uh, Christmas is viewed as a wholly positive time of year, whereby optimism is reign supreme. That's not me fucking up. It says whereby optimism is reign supreme. Hmm. However, at least 50... (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) At least 15,000 casualties. That's not being sent to the ER. That's motherfuckers dying. (laughs) Are reported each year. uh, With precarious balance while hanging Christmas lights and clumsiness when taking the turkey out of the oven, contributing to the thousands of Christmas calamities. Oh, I thought that was was just... uh, I was like, that's just uh, the normal random gun violence... Right. It has nothing to do with Christmas. Right. That's just fucking Black Friday shopping around here. Mm-hmm. Moreover, dried Christmas trees spark hundreds of fires, an average of eighteen death no, seventeen deaths and thirteen million in property damage annually. It seems tis the season to be clumsy. A ker ker ker. So how many people in the UK are sent to the ER every Christmas, huh? 14,990. But see, here's the thing they'll come back with. At least our fucking hospital visit is free. And it's like, now this uh, little factoid pissed me off. Mm -hmm. Washington Irving created Santa's ride. Fuck Washington Irving. Oh, you don't like Washington Irving. Oh, he pissed me off. Oh, yeah. He's He's persona non grata for you. We need to do a fucking book club about, uh, or not book club, um, episode of the Nerd Blitz book review on Patreon about that so I can read my fucking review to y'all. Ooh. He he was not impressed. Far fucking from it. Though Washington Irving is often affiliated with more gothic works, with the legend of Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> I, I don't If you think about it, fucking Santa Claus is pretty damn gothic. If you present what, like, it the, if, you, if you present it the right way, like emo or yeah maybe. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah? you get a you get a sock with a couple of walnuts in it, a fucking orange, and see how emo you are. <laughs> <laughs> get some fucking nuts in your shoes. <laughs> fucking get a lump of coal because you fucking pulled your sister's hair once, asshole. Um. Instilling a sense of dread amongst lit- literary horror fans, he's also the genius. Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> I got an axe to grind, motherfucker. Jesus. It's like Behind you pick the your, idea. Pick your dog or something. Oh, ooh. This cocksucker. 
behind the idea of Santa's flying sleigh. In the sketchbook, in the sketchbook of Jeffrey Crayon, a series of short stories published in 1819, Irving recalls a dream whereby Santa is flying across the sky in a wagon. Legend has it that his stories proved so popular that they inspired a bout of Christmas fever in the U.S. and England, with the stories acting as inspiration for Charles Dickens's classic A Christmas Carol. Wait, but there's there's no Santa Claus flying in a sleigh in Christmas Carol. I don't Is know there... what the fuck he's talking about. Hmm. I mean, it could be like we talked about with the fucking wreath and the candles and shit. Mm, yeah, could be. Can you imagine can you imagine how fucking boring life must be in 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 1819 that this motherfucker ri- writes about a fucking guy flying in a sleigh and then He's the, got the a whole, wagon in the air, and, a radio and, flyer. And it's, and it's and it's basically Avatar level of fucking <laughs> people losing their minds. Fuck, Santa Claus is real. Holy shit, it's a fat man in a radio flyer. <laughs> people sitting out in their sleighs trying to fucking get it to take off and fly, and it won't, so they have to kill themselves because they can't live in a world where <laughs> sleds don't There's fly. no Christmas magic. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> God damn it, Janine. I'm going to fucking figure this out. Just come in, Reginald. Fuck you. My name's Rudolph. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck you and those kids. <laughs> Again, it's like the quick hits they give you, the headlines of each one of these facts. Will the real Santa Claus please stand up? No. I'm the real Santa. Oh, I'm the real Santa. <laughs> there are roughly 20,000 Renaissances across the U.S. every year. <laughs> Renaissances undergo a series of intense training over the festive period on how to maintain a jovial attitude while working under pressure f- from the public. <laughs> That's a pretty impressive number if you think about it. Like twenty thousand. There's twenty thousand Renaissanters. Renta Santers. Renta Santers. Renta Santas. I'm saying Renta Center. Renta Santas. I wasn't even taking it that way. You're going to your East Coast. You're like those Renaissanters. <laughs> right. Those uh, twenty thousand Renaissanters. Damn. Renta Santers. <laughs> Fuck. Those guys. There's twenty thousand of those guys, and it's. Fuck! I just I just stepped all over and fucked up the joke I was gonna make. <laughs> I was saying it's that's impre- that's an impressive number twenty thousand because because uh, you know at least ten thousand the next year are in prison. No shit. I was, have to... <laughs> I was gonna say it's impressive because none of them have gone postal as far as we know. No, I don't think so. But it it really fucking illustrates where Weird Al got the night Santa went crazy from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh god are you okay over there no i don't think i am <laughs> you did you went hardcore east coast we got mm-hmm. renner sanders oh good lord uh additionally they also re receive practical advice such as not accepting money from parents while starstruck children are looking what I guess I guess you're not allowed you're not allowed to tip Santa while the kids are looking. I never knew that. 
I never knew you tipped Santa Claus. Fuck That's that what I guy. Mean. The, the mall's paying. The mall's paying his salary. Fuck him. Fucking a. He gets peed did, on by a kid. Oh yeah. well. My kid didn't puke on you, so you you can get no tip. And avoiding garlic, onions, and beans for lunch. <laughs> what about breakfast? Well, what about brandy? No shit. What about old granddad? <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 ho. Ho. Like, Santa I- smells like grandma's kisses. <laughs> <laughs> or even worse, uh, Santa sounds like daddy's uh, secretary. I had sardines for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here, kid. Tell me what you want for Christmas. Alabama is America's sweet home of Christmas. False. Christmas is the most celebrated holiday in the U.S., with millions of people unwrapping presidents and celebrating the birth of Christ in each of the country's 50 states. However, However, Alabama was the first state in the United States to officially recognize Christmas in 1836, prior to the spread of the festivities in years since. Hmm. They make it sound like a disease. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the spread of hmm. Alabama is the patient zero for the disease that is Christmas. Hmm. <laughs> Santa Claus is based on a real person. Yeah, Saint Nicholas. No way. How'd you know that? It's <laughs> a lucky guess. Santa Claus is based on a real person. Saint Nicholas of Mira, Myra, Nicholas the Wonder Worker, Bishop, St. Nicholas of Simarna, and Nicholas of Bari. That's in Italy. That's where my fucking family came from, I believe. So I'm fucking Santa, bitches. Ho. God help us. Ho. (laughs) Did you say God help us? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Who lived during the fourth century. Born in Petara, in modern-day Turkey, he's the world's most popular non-biblical saint. The fuck is a non-biblical saint? I, I, I guess a saint that's not in the Bible, that's not li- listed by name in the Bible. I don't know. I for some reason I took that to mean like non-religious, and it's like, how do you get a non-religious saint? I don't know. And artists have portrayed him more often than any other saint, with the exception of the Virgin Mary. He's the patron saint of banking? Fucking A, he is. Holy shit, dude. Listen to this collection of fucking shit he's patron of. Banking? Pawnbroking? Mm-hmm. Pirating? <laughs> Check. Butchery? Well, Yeah. Sailing. All right, that one's weird. Oh, it gets worse. Thievery. Thievery? How the fuck do you get to be the saint of thievery? Uh, I thought that was a bad thing. I I don't know. Orphans. 
Okay. <laughs> so he's the patron saint of fucking stealing orphans and butchering them. <laughs> well, I think they're separate things. I don't, I don't uh, nope, think they're that's all... not how I read it. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it's all one activity. No, I think you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Royalty and America's most beloved urban metropolis, New York City. Oh. He's the patron he's the patron saint of New York. Yeah, apparently. Fuck. I thought that was uh Frank Sinatra. <laughs> no, he's the patron know. saint of Italians. I don't know. I was trying to think of something clever and I blew it. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Giuliani, but not anymore. That joke doesn't work anymore. Like if he'd have stopped ten years ago, you could have made that joke and been like, "Yeah, you're right. He's a good guy." If he, if he would have <laughs> stopped, like if he would have stopped like six years ago, <laughs> five, yeah, five years ago. <laughs> well, no. Now you're getting a little too close to the bone. Well, yeah. <laughs> Once his fucking hair started melting, it was all over with. <laughs> uh, nobody knows which president put up the first White House Christmas tree. It how? seems like that would be something easy to figure yeah, how, out, doesn't how? it? How? How does nobody know that? <laughs> As if there weren't fucking cameras or radio. Or just people who lived there and wrote shit down. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, the president put up a fucking tree at the White House. Yeah. Extra, extra tree put up at White House. Why? We don't know. <laughs> extra, extra. I think they're planting shit over there. They're doing some weird fucking Germanic cult ritual in the White House. <laughs> the first lady was dancing naked and sprinkling blood everywhere. More to follow. <laughs> <laughs> each day <clears throat> each year sorry it is traditional practice for the president of the u.s to have a tree shining brightly in the window of the white house however despite the long-standing the long-established tradition it's unclear as to who the first president was to embrace the festive decor there are two opposing claims as to which president was the first to place a christmas tree in the white house while some historians are insistent that President Franklin Pierce did in 1856, some have contested this claim, suggesting that President Benjamin Harris introduced the tradition in 189, no, 1889. So you're telling me there's fucking 33 years here? They're, they're like, no, nah, it's not that fucker. It was this guy 33 years later. Right. Nobody in between did, did it? Exactly. And there was nobody in 1859 who was present to, to, to see that. Like, there's fucking... Uh, what? What? Right! Nobody... You don't nobody, think this shit would have been reported? No, yeah, nobody wrote down anywhere in any kind of White House documents or any kind of diary or journal of any kind that they decorated the house with a fucking tree. Right, like, they're pretty good about documenting shit that happens over there. I mean, I know they were a little bit more loosey-goosey back in the day, but come the fuck on. President didn't fucking put in his goddamn diary, put a tree up for some reason. Don't know why. Right, See that's what sticks. I'm saying. I'm, that's what I'm saying. He never wrote a letter to a fucking relative. Ah, we put a fucking tree in the window. <laughs> there was a fucking owl in it. The old lady about shit herself when it went, who? 
nobody there had kids who they then told, hey, did you know I was there when Franklin Pierce put a fucking (laughs) Christmas tree in the White House? And then, (laughs) hey, my mom said that her mom was there when Franklin Pierce put it. No, but there's no word of mouth. Right. Like, not even written, but like, okay. Or, like, not even fucking some staff member at the White House being like, fucking Pierce has lost his goddamn mind. He put a tree in the White House. Yeah. Inside. He brought it inside. He, he fucking cut it down from like six blocks away and yeah, the motherfucker fucker, dragged it in. Yeah. This fucker went out into the woods and came back with a tree and leaned it up against the wall and said, hey, Merry Christmas. And he then he's fucking, you ain't gonna believe this shit. Dude had the balls to be like, yo, Bitterman, make some popcorn. <laughs> We're gonna fucking put popcorn on this bitch. Yeah, it's like, that shit would be documented somewhere. You would think. Look a little harder. Ask around. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Do some research, bitch. <laughs> oh, this one. I just read the first line of it. Oh, you uckers are taking shots now. Americans love Lego at Christmas. Americans Fair. love to shop and will dig out a bargain if there's one lurking. Black Friday is a testament to their passion for spending. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. Fair, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. We're not the only ones who fucking spend money at Christmas, though. No. It's like the myth that fucking American, all Americans are fat and everybody in the UK is skinny. Bullshit. The ratios, the ratios are much different, though. With That's like comparing fucking New York City to fucking Wyoming, though. Yeah. You know. Oh, because the populations Cause like, are different. Yeah, so fuck off. All right, all right. I didn't realize this fucking list at the end was going to make me so prideful. USA, USA. (laughs) Such is the amount of money invested in stores over the Christmas period that festive purchases account for one-sixth of annual U.S. sales. I'm still waiting for the fucking Lego to come in because they called Lego out specifically. Yeah, well, that was so the search aggregators would pick it up oh yeah oh i've i've done that shit before mm-hmm. put keywords into shit just be like pussy yeah dirty <laughs> fat cock cock. sucker <laughs> dirty fat no. <cock> sucker <laughs> no now you're just fucking being an asshole i used gaping <laughs> uh, uh in fact over the christmas period a stunning 28 sets of Lego are sold every second. It must be the little fucking tiny ones. Fucking A. It ain't them fucking like $900 ones. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But uh, that's your Christmas facts from AmeriCamp. Nice. Okay, here was like, I had to scroll a bit to find this one. It's from, I want to say Casita. C-A-S-I-T-A, your student home. It says 10 10 essential and funny topics to discuss at Christmas. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Okay, hang on. Oh, okay. You gotta go away, though, you fuck. Okay, ding dong. Oh, hey, Doom's here. What does Doom want to talk about, I wonder? It's giving me a fucking fit here. Oh, I'm trying to do I'm trying to do a skit over here and you're I know you are. It's fucking fucking me with their table of contents. Okay, let's yeah. do this again. Ding dong. Oh, Doom's here. Hey Doom, what's hey, up? Hey, 
what do you want to hey, speak Fitz, about? Hey, Fitz, how are you doing this year? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm kind of bored. I sure wish I had some information to talk about. Did you know I'm learning new skills? Get out. <laughs> wait, That's wait. The topic. Don't you want to hear... That's the topic to discuss at Christmas? I'm learning yes. new skills? Oh, it gets worse. What the fuck is this, a networking seminar? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It, right? It's like you're team building or something. It's like, we're all going to learn new skills. Here's what I've learned. Maybe you can take something from this. Unless your new skill is sucking your own dick, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I'm not interested. Well, I, it's not I that did cool. have those ribs removed. It's not, it's not that interesting. It's not an, interesting enough for Christmas conversation. Move along. Come over to the couch. I'll show you how I do it. <laughs> what are you, Roddy McDowell? <laughs> uh, but the their little opening says, Christmas is all about sharing and giving. <laughs> okay. Uh, when residing in student accommodations, whether in Australia or in the UK, you'll be sharing... This, this says it's... Oh, okay. oh, this might be interesting then. It's not American. Oh, You'll be sharing uh, the Christmas season with your student house flatmates. Living with like-minded students is even funnier and cooler when they come from different backgrounds and have different cultures. Although this might make it a bit difficult to have a common ground, it surely widens your life perspective. Do they, ha do they have different cultures in Australia? I thought they were all one culture, unless you're like an indigenous. I was going to say, I think there's one dominating culture and the rest are... Never mind. Gatherings are all about sharing funny stories. Yeah, like, hey, I learned how to fucking break my thumb and put it back in place. Or dislocate, I guess. And discussing profound topics. <laughs> what do you think hey, of Nikki yeah. Haley? <laughs> yeah, no shit. These guys, they're, they're living in college dorms or college housing. Yeah, their, right. profound, their profound topic of conversation is, hey, let's all fart into this film canister and send it to somebody. <laughs> that or... I don't think this train's for me, man. Yeah. What if what if we're living on an atom in a molecule inside the thumbnail of a giant? Wait, what? The planets are atoms, dude. You just we're broke like, my fucking mind, man. We're like we're like an electron orbiting around an, the nucleus that is the sun. Dude. Like, but what if the Big Bang bang was just, like, God farting? Did you know I'm learning new skills? <laughs> uh, gatherings are all about sharing funny stories and discussing profound topics that make the reader, nope, the listener, get an insight into your character and past personal experiences. Want to see a one dead body? Yeah, one time I stabbed a hobo. And it made me hard. <laughs> what's what's more? What is more here? Wait, what the? That makes no sense. What is more here is that we get to know more about other cultures, traditions, and countries. You don't use an Oxford comma there, and it annoys me. Mm. Here, we're providing you with a list of topics that could be fun to, to discuss with your roommates. First up is learning new skills. Nope. Did I tell you that fucking I learned how to be in a bukkake? Yeah. <laughs> uh, write the new skills that you've acquired throughout the year and how hard, easy it was to do. Mm. 
Stating how you've learned each to determine the most effective method of learning the skill. Oh my god! I learned. I learned how to completely drain a beer bong. <laughs> no shit. I learned how to butt chug. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can also exchange learning resources that you can all benefit. This sounds like the most fucking boring ass square party I'm, ever. That's what I'm saying. Like this is not. This is this is this is like some wishful thinking of what right. a party is like in this fucking campus. I'm skipping ahead to number two, best read books. That could be interesting. I mean, maybe. Lead oh my god! Books, oh, not oh my new god! Skills. I, wrote, I read Kim Kardashian's autobiography. She is so cool. Oh my god, did you know that I read that too? And then I read It's Britney Bitch. Yeah. Uh, list the great books that you finished. How many were related to your studies? None! I read to escape, you fucking asshole. No shit, none. How many were related to self-development? None! I want laser swords, dick! And how many were fiction? All of them! Yeah, all of them. <laughs> all of them. Otherwise, what's the point? Oh, now we're getting into shaming here. Mm. Decide if these numbers are satisfactory and increase them in the um, upcoming year if they're not. Oh, you only read fucking 10 books? Books stupid? Yeah. What's the matter? You got a problem with reading? What? You, you ain't got are, good eyes? Are, are you dyslexic? What's wrong with you? Is your brain broken? You can't process information the way that I does? Mm -hmm. Exchange books and novels with your friends and classmates. It's a good way uh, to find interesting topics to talk about. Uh, No, because they're going to bend them all up. Exactly. They can fucking buy their own goddamn novel. If you have a Christmas book in mind, share it with your flatmates too. If hmm. your mates are bookworms, you can in initiate creating a book club with various genres. This gives you all room to discuss books with one another and surely set solidify your bond. Wow, this, this dorm is a real fucking snoozer. You know what this sounds like? Um, hell. <laughs> besides that this sounds like it was written by the lady in the training video in Scooby-Doo 2002 oh uh, yeah where sounds it's like, like it's, sounds like it's written by the university no shit but it's like hello children mm -hmm. hello fellow children shit. <laughs> no shit yeah hey did you catch that new vid on the box <laughs> word <laughs> I'm up to Snizoff on all popular trends. Mm. All right, Snizoff. That's what it is. Sorry. I'm up to Sniz. I'm up, up to, to Snizoff. Mm. Yeah, on all popular trends. Word. Ding. Uh, Your favorite Christmas movies is number three. All right. <laughs> Each country has a set of movies that they will watch depending on the season. And Christmas sits at the very top. Yeah. No, exchange they don't. the most All famous Christmas the movies. Same. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, exchange the most famous Christmas movies in your hometown with your flatmates. What? The fucking porn that my cousin shot last Christmas? You can see his tree for like half a second? What the fuck are you talking about? In your hometown. In your hometown. Okay. Tell each other the core of each movie and discuss how each idea is rooted in the culture of the country of its origin. Dude, is. Is this for? Is this a class? Do are they getting credit for this? Is this is this for college credit? <laughs> it makes you wonder, doesn't it? What the hell? This is like a this is like a uh, a one hundred level class. <laughs> Watch them together too, if you have the time. It is fun. Fucking <laughs> doubtful, dude. 
<laughs> Number four, last year's Christmas gifts and activities. Yeah, I got railed by six guys. <laughs> <laughs> last year's activities? Yeah. Was that what it said? Gifts oh. and activities. Okay. I got a fucking monster alien dildo. It was fucking awesome. It got stuck and I had to have it removed. So if anybody knows how to find a monster alien dildo, <laughs> I need a replacement. Tell your flatmates about the weirdest and funniest Christmas gifts that you've received. Well, there you go. You we just did. <laughs> you killed we two all birds had with one this... stone. <laughs> you, killed, you killed two birds with one alien dildo. <laughs> we all had this aunt or uncle who gave us the funniest gifts. We all have that, yeah, the gift of the fucking, uh... Magi? No, uh... (laughs) The bad touch. (laughs) You could have just said the gift of the bike shop. No, well, yeah, that too. (laughs) Uh, exchange some funny Christmas stories family gatherings are always fun are always full of funny and unexpected stories (laughs) (laughs) yeah like fist fights and that you share with a good laugh ha 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 (laughs) you remember that time I broke grandma's hip because she got lippy You can try making a wish list for this Christmas or play Secret Santa with your flatmates. Oh, my God. This is, it's like fucking, hello, fellow children. Yeah. Hello, fellow children. Instead of going out and drinking or doing drugs, (laughs) try these activities. Did you know I'm learning new skills? (laughs) I learned to read a book. Oh, no. Do not shame me for reading a book. Some people have traditional Christmas gifts that they exchange annually. STDs. So go figure. (laughs) Uh, Christmas holiday memories. It says, as a child. As a child, you've definitely made some great Christmas memory. No, great memories at Christmas. I remember the year that my mom gave my dad a black eye. Well, I mean, (laughs) that's a good one. (laughs) Oh, did I say black eye? I meant black guy. (laughs) Best Christmas ever. It was for daddy. Um, I'm skipping that one because it bored me. Well, fuck. Why'd you skip the rest of them? (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, it's basically the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. They're basically all the same. Right, share memories and skills. Yeah, talk about the most boring fucking shit you can think of with your flatmates. Speaking of, favorite Christmas song. (laughs) Nope. Everyone has a different taste in music. Yeah. Tell your flatmates about your favorite Christmas song. If it's not in English, translate it for them. Oh, nope. And they can interpret theirs to you. What, are we fucking doing an interpretive dance now? No shit, dude. Suddenly the shit broke down into charades, and it's like, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, is it Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells. If it wasn't right the first time, why'd you keep fucking saying it? (laughs) Jesus. Oh, this sounds like hell. Make a playlist in which everyone chooses a song to be played. Play it and listen to them together and decide on a common favorite. 
Oh fuck! Right off. I thought he was gonna say <laughs> offer offer a critique and analysis of the song lyrics. Like this sounds like a fucking class, dude. This doesn't sound like something you do for. Her. Right. My God, I'd rather be sent to the gulag than to this fucking dorm. <laughs> that that reminded me. You said it sounds like a class. And speaking of songs, remember that meme I sent you <laughs> about uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, it yeah, says yeah. wonderful Christmas time. It's like these motherfuckers are out in the woods doing witchcraft, and somebody came up and was like, "Fucking the moon is high." Uh, simply having a lovely Christmas time. Get the fuck out of here. Simply having. Are they gone yet? <laughs> uh, number seven. How many more are th- are there? Ten. Oh, oh it's, it says ten essential, and I already forgot because it's like, good lord, number seven. You ready for this? No, probably not. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, you know the sign off? Get it? Goddamn. Oh, yeah. No. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Bye. So long. Uh, new friends. Tell one another about the new acquaintances that you've made, and how do you see your friendships in five to ten years? Uh, Behind the dumpster at Arby's? Yeah, non-existent. Five to ten years? Yeah. I ain't talking to none of you fuckers again after this. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are the most boring motherfuckers I've ever met. (laughs) Tell me about your favorite Christmas song. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You know what? I'll make this real easy. I'll tell you about our friendship in five to ten minutes. Okay. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what fucks me up too is like there's not a contraction one in this. That what that's what makes it sounds even more robotic. Share funny stories about how you and your best friends become that became that close. Let the there is no love except after enmity saying come to live. What? what? Dude, this was written by an AI bot. I was just gonna say this might have been AI. Yeah, I think this was written oh. by AI. Oh, God, I just saw number nine. Oh, oh, God damn. I might have to save number nine for number 10. Okay. It's the fucking showstopper, dude. All right. Eight, newly visited places <laughs> <Sure>. in history. <laughs> what? <laughs> number visit eight, places. newly visited places in history. Did I ever tell you about the Roman Empire? <laughs> New, newly visited places and like places that you historical places you visited. Newly visited places ampersand history. Oh, and history. I thought you said yes. in history. Okay. No. And history. <laughs> I fucking found Archimedes dial. Did I ever tell you that shit? <laughs> I went to the cafeteria the other day and got a fucking cheese sandwich. The lunch lady blew me. <laughs> yeah. The lunch lady said uh, it had been sitting there for three days. How's that for history? Right. She was like, you want this? Nobody else will take this shit. Hurry before it grows hair. I asked her about the history of this cheese sandwich, and she said, well, originally a farmer milked a cow. <laughs> mm. Uh <laughs> And then we had a bit of an argument because she said curds and I thought she said turds, but. (laughs) But then I ate the sandwich and I was like, no, I think she was right. (laughs) 
Tell them about the new places you visited last year at... You motherfuckers need to buy a comma or something. Tell them about the new places that you visited last year at Christmas. This is all this is all variations of the same fucking thing. It is! It fucking is! Yeah. Oh, I just went someplace uh, historical, and here's the history of it. And I went to this place last Christmas, and this is my favorite place to go. And this is my... Get, get out of here with this. This list is... I ripped my shirt at this pick at this list it's embarrassing <laughs> but we're having fun with it are we though so we got to <laughs> i am <laughs> <laughs> share together uh oh it says you can also watch the dropping ball from new york's times so they're moving past christmas they're like fuck christmas that's for fucking amateurs we're moving to new year's bitch christmas is over now it's New uh, Year's. Now tell me where you've been in the last week. <laughs> tell me some exciting places you visited in the last six days since we did this already. Tell me about your newly visited places in history in the last week, newfound mm. friend. Yeah, newfound friend. <laughs> there is no love except after en- enmity. <laughs> All right, so what was number nine? Let's get to the coup de gras. Hang on. Number 10, just to tie in with number eight, uh-huh. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> not fucking do this list again. I'm not, I'm not hanging out with you guys next Christmas, that's for sure. Why, fellow friend? We are having fun. Why, fellow human? <laughs> I just saw in number eight, it says, read together our 11 things foreigners in Australia find weird blog post, and you will realize how funny it is to share weird facts. Oh, oh, no thanks. Well, I'm saving that list. <laughs> well, if it's as interesting as this list, I mean. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, number 10 is New Year's resolutions. Get out. But number nine. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Showstopper. They should have saved this discuss, for the end. <laughs> discuss your views on abortion. <laughs> Uh, okay, now are you ready? Yep. Number nine, take pictures. <laughs> Just take pic- take pictures, period? There's no... Yes! It's. I mean, it's got a little blurb under it, but it says take pictures. I mean, that could actually be fun, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, I'm going to take my dick out. Take, ass- take asshole pictures and send them to each other. You guys got a fucking copy machine in here? <laughs> Everybody take a picture of your asshole and text it to the group, and we'll try to figure out who's who's. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, delete the names off your contacts. We're going to figure this shit out. Uh-huh. Anybody got a copy machine in here? I always wanted to see if I could get a picture of my asshole and my balls at the same time. <laughs> Cherish the gathering and take some pictures of it all. The Christmas decorations, snacks, food, drinks, and outfits. And your new friend's assholes. <laughs> and your friend's assholes. How boring are you if you're like, oh, I got to take a picture of these fucking lights and the snacks and the food and the drinks. Look at this bowl of potato chips. <laughs> wow. Bill knows how to throw a fucking and an, shindig. And an, and an open tin of bean dip. He was so attentive. He separated the colors of M&M's. Group pictures are an amazing way of remembering how it felt like to be there in the moment. 
Yeah, so you can look back and go, I never want to be in that situation again. I know. I hope I never see a single one of these cocksuckers again. Have to post that. You post it on your wall, like the the pictures they put up inside of a store that this person's not allowed in here anymore. Right. <laughs> you fucking make wallet size too, just so if you see somebody, you can break out the pictures like you're showing off your grandkids. Be like, nah, you're on the list. Fuck off. Print the best version of the pictures you'll be taking and hang it in the communal area where you can all see it. <laughs> prettiest asshole wins it gets put up on the communal board <laughs> look, well look at lana she kept it tight <laughs> no no i think charlie's is best he's got that one hair that curls right into the fucking uh-huh. blue knot. all right <laughs> it's always too far i know <sighs> this is supposed to be for christmas for christ's sake Wow, it's holiday. Don't be so fucking secular, dickhead. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, There you have it, gang. I think that was worth it. Just like every holiday gathering, I'm sick of this shit and ready to go home. (laughs) (laughs) And the sad thing is, you are home. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um. This is honestly one of my favorite things we've done in a long time, and I generally fucking dig what we do, man. Yeah, we had some fucking fun today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those lists were special. <laughs> I'm going to have to fucking make that a tradition now, too. Fucking look up inane lists and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? The sad thing is, like, I bet you somebody got paid to write each of those lists. I mean, that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario is they just pushed a button on a computer and it spit that fucking garbage out. Well, that last one for sure. Yeah, that's got to be a... Yeah, that's definitely a robot made that. A robot or a robot? Why can't it be both? Touchy, sir. Touchy. (laughs) That's touche for morons. (laughs) That's touche for the writers of those lists. You want to do some Patreon shout-out thank you times? Yep. Our Patreon shout-out thank you times go to at G-I-G-I-A-M-K-3-0, at Spider Scooby, at Boost, at AC Farrell 1976 at Josh M-M, at Corny Jenkins, at underscore 13 Chris, at T-E-S-D Groupie, at Forgeticus, Big Bad Forgeticus, at 000 underscore 3, at Zooligan, and Michael K, that's Patreon shout-out thank you times. Thanks, guys. Our regular thank yous go to at the JSARD for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries, at Looking for Eight for our Knights of Nord Blitzstorm design, at Steve Boost for our Nerd Rats and Blitzdery Machine designs. We also want to say thank you to uh, Andy Secunda, at Secunda, at TESD Groupie, at Josh MM. Uh, Steve Boost, at Looking for Eight, Ta, and at the J Sarge again for uh, taking part in Telephone. That was fucking fun, gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate you guys coming in, and we hope you guys will fucking want to play again. Time for our shit? Yeah, time for our shit. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Addict. Tune in, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash NerdBlitzPod slash portfolio. 
or go to spring.com and search the nerd blitz or go to amazon.com and search the camping trip and other stories and doomed the collected essays and reviews volume one get yourself some extra audio by going to patreon.com slash nerd blitz pod and i believe other than that i'm at the scooby doom you are at fitzman 73 and together we're at nerd blitz pod that was a fucking fun show I think fucking tip to tail, we had a good time. We opened with some fucking indie talk, we did telephone, and then Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I think those lists are going to be one of our fucking, at least for me personally, one of our best bits for a while. Yeah, that was, that was an unexpected uh, good time. <laughs> I said it in Book Club episode three, but I'm going to say it again right here. I also want to give a thank you to Fitz because, again, he fucking really put in some extra effort so we could get this out for you guys. So if you see him around the fucking Discord or uh, Blue Sky, be like, yo, fucking thanks, dude. Yeah. Any final words you want to say about this episode, this season, anything? No, not really. Okay. Um. So I hope you guys have dug all this extra stuff we've posted here and on Patreon. Uh, New fucking... Uh, D&D prequel story just went up over on Patreon too so go check that out five bucks Mm -hmm. read it but I hope you guys have dug all the extra effort we've put in I hope you guys have had a great fucking holiday season I hope you guys have a good new year and um, other than that until next time bye wow you put some extra sauce on that one ho 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 come back next time our sanity depends on it Oh, 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 oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Santa shit his pants? This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.